You're listening to another episode of Total Talk Nonsense with John and Scott. All right, Total Talk Nonsense with John and Scott. I'm John. <laughs> I'm Scott. What are you playing? <laughs> Nothing, this man. This 282. That's right, John. 282, we have a very special guest. Yes. In studio, John. How, how many guests do we have in studio? Yeah, not, not many. Not many, because you don't let it's a lot of people come layer. over. Right. Just the same one over and over. To say, she, there she goes. She, <laughs> you know, she, just <laughs> wreck it. Yeah. We're making a nice big intro. Stop! Oh, <laughs> we'll talk about that sound later. All right, so Scott's favorite sound, of course, Amber is here. Amber, TTN listener and Punky listener. You still listen to Punky? I have yeah. not listened to Punky in a no. while. Uh, really? The word whore listener. What else do you listen to? Uh, I listen to. Uh, I'm a huge fan of the Savage Lovecast. Mm-hmm, Dan mm-hmm. Savage's podcast, and I've been listening to Skeptic's Guide like religiously for the last like six months. Who's I Dan finally Savage? got into it. Dan. Dan Savage is, uh, he writes uh, the Savage Love column in The Stranger Out of Seattle. He's like the big sex, he's been the biggest sex advice columnist in uh. for decades. Uh, another podcast I can recommend if you like the Skeptic's <laughs> Guide is Rationally Speaking. Rationally, rationally Speaking, I will check, check it out. Rationally. It's a bunch of philosophers. That sounds good. Talking philosophy. The, the boyfriend will like that. Oh, yes, we have to get to that. So we have a lot right. to get to, John. First of all, we missed last week. I can't remember why, but... I might be one of the biggest cocks <laughs> on the planet. So that could have been why. Not uh, might. Since, <laughs> since we missed... Oh, uh, we're going to get sued now. You've had two gigs, John. Two gigs yeah. you need to talk about. Two gigs. Amber's here, so we have to talk to Amber because... Talk I it just, to Amber. I talk it to Amber because mm-hmm. I just found out she lost her job, John. So we have to talk about that. We have to talk about moving to the UK. Amber is moving to the UK. She has a new boyfriend. We have to talk about burlesque, and we have to talk about when she met the, the uh, word hoarder in Miami. And nude modeling. And mm. nude modeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me write, jot that down. Nude modeling. <laughs> As a matter of fact, she's doing the show completely in the buff. I'm completely naked right now. Yes. Completely natural. Al natural. All right. So uh, we got a lot to cover there. Then uh, I didn't know you did the Brazilian. Really? You didn't know that? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Can we... Uh, <laughs> What's the matter? I can thought we, everybody knew that. Can we get to that when we talk about the nude modeling? See, we're just introing everything, and then we'll get back to everything in detail. <laughs> oh, yeah, this, is, right. then, this is a teaser. Yeah, it's a teaser. Then you could ask questions about the Brazilian... <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I need to know now. Do you not know what that is? No, is oh. it like a that's, so like a wax thing? Yeah, that's completely waxing every everything. everything. Yeah, not even leaving an airstrip or anything. You, just you can you can get them to leave an airstrip maybe a little back. bit, but that, it's, but that's it's not a Brazilian. Like, it's something else. Yeah, kind of. It's the Colombian. Yeah, if you it's leave Colombian an necktie. As far as I'm concerned, if you're gonna go through all the pain of waxing, you might as well just get it all. Right. That's what why, why I say. Why would you stop like right, one strip away from being right. done? That's ridiculous. That's what I do. I wax down there, but I leave the hair on my body. Looks really weird. <laughs> so, <laughs> John saw a movie. We got TV to talk about. A lot of TV talk. TV talk. We're going to have a shit or shine all right. game. And uh, I'm sure we'll have some le- celebrity or science later. And then Phil is going to stop by. He's got news. Oh, that's good. All right, then, John, let's get started. All right. Uh, where do you want to start? With your gigs? Uh, sure. Sure. 
So, John, you're sure. in a band. It's called Modern Elixir. Yeah. Uh, you were at Excuses, and you had a gig in Woodstock. Amber, did you go to any of those gigs? I did not go to any of those gigs. Are you going to go to a gig before you leave? Uh, that's a very good question. No. There's only two and a half weeks left. No, the next gig I have is a week from Friday. You can make that one. A week from Friday, from Friday yeah. is the day I leave. Uh-huh. Right? No, wait. The no, 16th. Yeah. Two and a half weeks. No, okay. 16th. Yeah, you're right. It's a week. It's exactly a week before I leave. A week before. We play the 16th, and then we play again, I think, the 31st. August 16th is at the Lee Street uh, yeah. something or other? Right? Sports bar. And then the 31st is where? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> El Sombrero. Where's that? It's on uh, uh, 83. Oh, I know where that is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 83 in Algonquin. Right. Like right around. Yeah. Playing yeah. that, and then then not again till October. Then not again. Well, you might get something. Well, no, know. we're going to work on some new stuff. Oh, you're we taking like to, a hiatus. Yeah, we need to get some new stuff going. I see. Very good. So tell us about these two gigs. It's not like uh, Rick where he would show up and you would have to know the songs before he actually played them. Yes, you all work together, kind of a thing. Yeah, it was like, okay, here, I brought two more songs. Uh, we're just going to learn them together right this minute. Okay, here, I learned uh, Van Halen, Diver Down. We're going right. to do the whole album. We're going to do the whole album. Are you guys ready? You guys ready? <laughs> no, Scott, you do this. And I'm like, okay, uh, let's see. When did I hear this song? 1975. Um, yeah. It's not like that. It's like, okay, let's talk about it. Let's pick a song. No. Okay, is it in a range? I don't know. Whatever. But anyways, the first gig was at Excuses. It's Excuses like cue ball. The excuse ball. Excuses. Because they there. have pool tables there. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, uh, that was a fun gig. It had a great stage sound there. Um, seemed like it was really happening. Um, but I was, uh, in total freak mode when I got there. I was, by the second song, I was ready to walk, get, walk out of the room and drive myself to the hospital. Why? I was in full-blown panic attack on the stage, and it had something to do with me, um, I ate something, and it gave me heartburn, so I was like, oh my god, I'm I'm, I'm, having a fucking heart attack. (laughs) And uh, I asked the wife if she had Tums when she got there, and and she didn't. But she ran and got me some, so I pounded two of those. And by the third or fourth song, I was fine. Any Xanax? You need any? Xanax? Oh yeah, oh yeah. So Xanax before that's every like gig a, now. You do that at home oh, before you even yeah. head over. Yeah, because I got to do it like an hour before. Takes about that long. I see. To what about tonight? Any Xanax tonight? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, why? I always do, man. I'm Before like, the podcast? Yeah, I'm going to go see the doctor to get a regular regular dose of something other than Xanax because it's too, uh, you know, it's too it's too much to be, it's only half, but it's, uh, I shouldn't yeah, have to take it. If you're taking it every six hours, then. <laughs> yeah, right. No, I don't take it every six hours, but um, it's just when I put headphones on, I feel a little claustrophobic. It gets a little hot in here. Because I have three computers running and the board and everything. So, uh, I don't know. It's just I get a little wiggy. When so, you're going to go to the doctor over. and say what? And tell him, hey, man, you got to get me a serotonin re- reuptake, reuptake inhibitor. inhibitor. 
I see. Wow. And is that something you take once a day then? Yeah. Or? Yeah, once a day. And then you don't need the Xanax. Right. I see. Very good. In case of emergency. Yeah, in theory, you don't need the Xanax. But you would have it in case of emergency. Yeah. Very good. I'll give you an example. My friend Keith, who's, uh, he, he really flips out. He uh, tore his pool, his pool tore it down. <laughs> it actually collapsed the other day. It rusted out and it collapsed. Uh, it's a pretty big above ground pool it's like 18 feet or something were people in it at the time no no okay um it kind of rusted out and uh so he um he was taking the pieces out to the front he was taking them apart and he's telling his son hey watch out for the rusty parts here you can get cut and right after that he stumbles and jabs the thing into the bottom of his right leg oh man and uh, it was ble- he, he looked at it and he's like, oh, it's all right, it's bleeding a little. So he finished working, and then when he got in the house, he really took a look at it, and you could see the muscle inside. Oh my and god! It was really bad. So he started freaking out, and his wife wanted him to go to, go to the hospital, but he didn't think he could make the car ride. So she was trying to give him a Zan, and uh, he started like choking on it. And she was making it worse by screaming at him. So they finally got him, uh, got a hold of somebody that talked him through it on the phone. And they were able to close it up with butterfly bandages. And uh, actually, they did a good job. I saw it yesterday. It's nicely covered up. And and uh, somebody who's a nurse came over and gave him a tetanus shot. <laughs> a what shot? A tetanus. A tetanus <laughs> shot. A tetanus shot. Tetanus <laughs> shot, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he doesn't get locked jaw. But yeah, he didn't he didn't want to go he didn't want to go. <laughs> and I was I said to my wife, I was joking, let's go over there and we'll hold him down in the back seat. And she's like, Yeah, that's a good idea. I go, That's not a good idea. I was kidding. Let's go out to dinner. If they need us, they'll call us. Oh, she thought you were serious. Yeah. She wanted to go there and hold them down. You can't hold a crazy person down. No. No, you can't. You can, no. They're, they're super strong. Yeah, they have the strength of 10 men. Yeah. Like a gorilla. Or Scott. And then he'd hate us forever, you know? Every time we'd walk near him, he'd be like, ah! All right, so we'd back, probably get shot. Back to the gig. So you get you got to take your Xanax. Oh, I'm sorry. You get there, you, then you have like this panic attack uh, after the second song. But you take some. No, tums no, I was having it as I was okay. loading in because uh, of the heartburn. You had heartburn yeah. when you're loading in. Yeah, but you take tums that goes away, and by the third song, you calm down. Yeah, I was fine, and then you're fine, and then you finish the gig. But then I hurt my back, man. Oh, it's just like I don't know what it is. Sometimes I. I put my equipment away just right, and I'm fine the next day. And some days I just do something wrong, and I wake up and I can hardly move. And that was Sunday morning. Um, that was terrible. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Uh, so then we have this other gig, um, which is way out in Woodstock. Oh, and excuses. They love this. They want us to come back. So we're going to be going there quite a few times. But after October. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it might be, they might offer something sooner, and we're probably going to tell Tommy to just tell him to relax. We need to 
we only have like 38 songs learned, so we can't really get through a whole three sets. Um, we just milk some of the songs where he solos for like a half hour. Um, but uh, so we had this other gig. The singer hooked it up. This place called Nico's Red Mill Tavern in Woodstock. It's an hour drive. And I had some questions. I had some reservations. Uh, at first, I was told we were going to get like a grand for the gig, and then it turned into four sixty, which is fine. Um, but then I had some questions, you know, like uh, I'm very interested in where we're setting up. And she says outside. Oh, is there a patio? Well, sorta. There's like a deck. Oh, we're playing on the deck. Well, not really. Okay, where do we play? I think in the parking lot. I'm like, oh my god. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I do some research. I'm online and I see different setups of bands, and it looks like they're playing way far away from the building in the parking lot. I can even see somebody's like lawn chair out there, and I'm thinking, okay, we need bigger stuff, you know. Otherwise, it's going to be it's it's going to be qu- you know a lot of loud vocals, but no. The drums and bass are going to be kind of sparse because there's no acoustics. There's nothing pushing the sound forward. And uh, so I inquire about that, and I'm told by Tommy that, oh, no, the equipment we got, we've been told to turn it down before. Well, yeah. I mean, if you got a vocalist cranked up and they're screaming, of course it's gonna they're going to tell you to turn it down. I'm talking about the whole band. Do we need some subs or one sub? Oh, no, no, no. So then I asked Julie a little more about the stage layout. She's like, oh, yeah, they do have a stage there. They had, it was Friday night. They had five guys, some country band on the stage. Awesome. Okay, fine. I'm fine with that. So I get all my equipment in the car. I start heading out there. And I'm about halfway there, and I get a text from Tommy. I'm on 90. I'm like, okay, he's texting me. I can't read a text while I'm going 80 miles an hour. So I call him up. I go, what's the deal? He goes, uh, oh, uh, our stage is uh, it's a hay cart, like a hayride cart. What? <laughs> yeah, there's these boards, and then there's like uh, these slats, and then there's like gaps in between them. So he's calling you from the location. Yeah, he got he's there already early there. And he's telling you what's going on, and he says, uh, "I said, okay, well, how big are these gaps?" He's, oh, like not even an inch. I said, "That's okay." Did you bring a carpet? I said, "Well, I brought a, a little gig rug." I get there, the gaps are like two inches, and then there's no steps to get up on this cart, and this thing's about four feet off the ground, right? It's like chest high, and all they have is this white, like, paint bucket turned upside down. That's not up to code. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Where's the stairs? Where's the railing? That's what I said. Uh, and then the wheels aren't chocked, so the thing moves back and <laughs> oh forth. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I noticed that the, the trailer hitch is it's long, so it hangs. I moved it so it's, like, straight out, and you can walk up it like a ramp. So I just kind of laid all my, uh, you know, took my equipment apart and just laid it all up there and then got up there and set it up. But I don't know if you saw the picture online. I'm literally, we're in a straight line across this whole thing because 
my drums go from the very front of this cart slash stage to the very back. And there's no back on the thing. So if I lean back, I'm going over. I'm on the street. Parking lot. And if somebody backs out of their space too fast, they hit that cart and we're dead. It's not a very safe environment. (laughs) So It's Woodstock. Yeah. It's like Texas. There's no regulations. So we play, we play, and I don't know what happened. We, so I don't know who did the set. I think it was Phil, and um, we played all our really good cooking songs in the beginning, and then the second set, we played like all the lame slow songs, like <laughs> "Stop Dragging My Heart," and the owner comes out and goes, "Hey man, pick up the pace. You gotta like <laughs> play something faster," and. Uh, <laughs> Julie starts panicking because we don't have anything, any more up-tempo stuff, because we already did them all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're getting some uh, some uh, flack from the crowd. Luckily, we had a lot of people there. Uh, Deirdre went, and uh, some people from my work went, and her family, and my mom and dad came, and my wife and Rick's uh, ex-wife came, and... Uh, uh, it was it was pretty good, you know. It was all right. Um, it was, it was fun. It was yeah, it was fun. It was a nice night. I got bit up pretty good by mosquitoes on my legs, on my playing? ankles. Yeah. So luckily, my wife had some off in the car, so I sprayed that on like fucking cologne. And uh, yeah, and it worked out pretty good. Uh, and it was an easy unload too, because literally, I just pulled up my car right behind this fucking thing. And just threw it all in there. And we were done by 11.30. So I was home by, um, I'd say like, I don't know, one or something. And uh, I get in the house, and and just as I sit down, my wife's flipping through the channels, and I see the deer hunter, and I go, stop! I've never seen this movie! So she puts it on. And we could talk about that later. But. On a cable or a regular TV? It's cable. cable. It was cable. Nice. So uncut. In uncut. Other words. All right. So we'll get to that later. All right. So uh, uh, next gig is August 16th. That's a Friday, John. Yeah. A Friday. That is a week before Amber leaves for the UK. That's at the Lee Street. Um, what is it? Sports bar. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you can walk to it yeah. from here, right? Yeah. How did you get here tonight? Did I you drive? I drove here. So next Friday you can drive, right? I have to drop my roommate off at work if I'm going to do that, and then I can drive. There you go, and then you can go see. Have Assuming you ever seen? My head hasn't exploded. Have you ever seen then. Modern Elixir? I've never seen Modern Elixir. No. Well, you have to. Why can't you go he to take UK, a cab? Right? Yeah, you could come up and sing Heart Heartbreaker. Heart Heartbreaker. The last thing I want to do right now <laughs> is piss him off anymore. Piss who off, Jeff? Is that your roommate? By singing Heartbreaker? Yeah. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I tell him to take oh, a I cab see. to work. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking, well, yeah, that would be kind of mean. Heartbreaker! Ha ha! It's so right. mean. So Friday, August 16th, Lee Street Sports Bar. Amber is going to be there. Uh, you heard it here on 282, right, John? Here. From Scott. You didn't hear it yeah. from me. but <laughs> Right on. All right. So then... Uh, let's see. Anything else about your gigs, John? Anything else? Anything else? I don't know. No. 
That's I got to tell you, that Mac laptop I bought is the fucking best, man. But we're not running the show through No, not yet. yet. Not yet. Man, we'll be able to do everything through it. Because I took my um, my little USB MIDI interface uh, slash uh, analog digital. Uh, it's called PreSonus Firebox or something. No, it's called USB Audio Box. And, uh, you know, when I hooked it up to my Dell laptop... I had to download all this firmware, and then I had problems with the... Uh, I had these, like, DPC calls that were causing clicks and shit like that. All kinds of issues. Every time I plugged this thing in via the U- USB port, I'd have to restart my laptop, right? 30 seconds after unlo- uh, after loading all my drum software onto my new MacBook Pro, I plug in the audio box, and it says, tells me that core audio has just been activated, and I don't know what the hell that even means. But you don't have to restart. But I don't have to restart or add the ICO plug-in or, or any of that shit. And I go over to my drums and start playing, and it's fucking... Perfect. It is. There's zero latency. uh, No dropouts. No clicks. No nothing. It's right from the bat, Scott. Right from the bat. So you're a big fan of the Apple products. Oh, yeah. Over the... Not a big fan of Steve Blowjobs, but but, uh, I got to tell you, I got sucked in. I cannot. I, I can't. I, I just hate this fucking laptop. Amber, are you a PC or an Apple person? I'm a PC person at the moment, but I can't tell you how much I hate Windows 8 and how much they're pushing me towards getting an Apple. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so if you awful. have to, if you have to, you can run, you know, Boot Camp and Boot Windows on there. Um, and and I put Citrix on it to work to do stuff from work. F- fucking flawless. Super fast. It's just great. It's just great. I can't say enough about it. So they got their shit together over yeah. there at Apple. I have yeah. a big decision coming up, John, because uh, I have to get a new phone, right? Yeah. Going to go with Verizon. Okay. Is that a good choice? That's my choice. I need to decide, do I get the iPhone or do I stick with like the Samsung? I well, love it, the it swipe de- text it depends. on it the depends. Samsung. Here's why. I would probably go with the android phone but if you have a shitload of apps already that's where they get you so if you had an ipod touch or something or you have a an ipad iPad and you got a bunch of apps uh the iphone is going to be you know where you want to go because you can you can you don't have to download new apps and pay for them right they're already there you just put them on your iphone thing about the Android that I love is the swipe. When is the uh, the iPhone going to get the swipe What's texting? What's the swipe? Oh, I don't know. Where you just swipe shit. You don't have Who to knows? poke at it. You just Maybe swipe stuff. Maybe it's going to come out in 7, which is supposed to be iOS 7. Because when I'm driving, I can swipe. I couldn't imagine. <laughs> That's <laughs> I why I got bifocals, no. so I could text and read and I can't while imagine I drive. 
poking stuff when I'm driving. That would be dangerous. Yeah. It would be reckless. It's reckless to you. I can swipe when I'm driving with no problem. I can swipe keep and drive. Which yeah. is totally safe. It's totally yeah. safe. <laughs> I you mean, even swipe the, on your phone and like sideswipe the, the car right next to you. It was you. totally safe. I think they came out and said that. Yeah. The CDC, because <laughs> the Center for Disease Control is really helpful in traffic matters. You're going to be in one of those commercials yeah. where, like, this is the last text you ever sent. Yeah. It's like, where are... Yeah. Yes, but... When <laughs> no, he said but it, it'll be a whole sentence, because he swiped it. That's right. <laughs> yes. All right, then. Very good. All right, now let's move on to... Let's change gears, John, if you will. And let's focus on our special guest, Amber. We have so many questions for Amber. Hello. Now, I haven't seen you. How long has it been since we've seen you? It, was it at a podcast? Did you come in a podcast? Is that the last time we saw That's each other? That's probably the last time I saw you, yeah. What episode was that? What episode? Do you remember? It was... Is it when you did Heartbreaker? You sang Heartbreaker. I think it was the one after Heartbreaker. You came in after Heartbreaker? I'm pretty I don't sure I came that. in after Heartbreaker. Do you remember that, John? I don't remember. It had to have been last summer or sometime. It's been a while. So almost a year is what you're saying. It could be more than a year. Could be more than a year. How about that, John? All right. Now, since that time, <laughs> <laughs> where, where, where did Scott go? Who is this fucking TV? <laughs> since that time. Ladies and gentlemen. He's in interviewer mode. Oh, my Lord. I, I must be allergic to something down here because I keep rubbing my eyes. Shitty, shitty sucks what do you got down here that I'm allergic to? I don't know. It could be mold. All right, then. Yeah, it could, my nose is running, so is it? it could be. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it could be. In case you were wondering. <laughs> we're slowly dying. <laughs> All right, then. So, uh, so much to talk about. Uh, first of all, uh, what I found out tonight is you lost your job. Yeah, that kind of kickstarted a lot of the stuff that happened Kickstarted after the it. whole thing. Well, no, I, I had the boyfriend before that, but it was a secret. You had the boyfriend, but it was... Why, why, why was, was it, it a secret? secret? Okay, it was a secret... <laughs> because just weird. We met at a wedding, and we met the person whose wedding we went to was his cousin, who grew up with me and is effectively my cousin. So we wanted to make sure that we were serious and Hold had on. our shit cousin together. by blood or cousin like yeah, you're so she's close. She's like my adopted up. cousin. Ado- okay, very yeah. good. But so she's we're not his getting into like cousin. Kentucky territory here. Like. <laughs> no. Okay. No. Kentucky Although, like, that would confuse. Like, when I first started, when <laughs> people would ask, that's a new chicken like, place, Kentucky territory chicken. <laughs> <laughs> well, when people would ask, like, where did you meet? And I used to say we met at our cousin's wedding, and then they look at you like you're crazy. You did. So I started <laughs> explaining it first. Very good. So, but yeah, but I wasn't why is sure. Secret. I wasn't sure how my family would feel. Hey, what, what is that? I don't talk like Zach. Come on. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Amber. I'm, uh... John is so rude, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's possible that I have a might that I might have a reputation for getting into really bad relationships. No, no really? No. I know, right? Don't go on. Hold on. Let me think. Let's see. Marty and Polly was in a relationship. B. And uh, that was a booty call. That wasn't a relationship. <laughs> oh, <laughs> all right. Well, hold on, boy. <laughs> Let's digress. I still don't know why it's a secret. Why is it a secret? It's a secret because I wasn't sure how my family's going to feel about it, and I 
you know, because of your track record, because of my track record, because of, you know, he was in a relationship for 20 years before that. So, but he was out of the relationship when you met him. Yes. But, but a lot of people didn't know that, that, that news hadn't made it over here, over here, because this boyfriend is in the UK. Yes. All right. Now, John, I'm going to make a uh, claim here. Okay. Uh, Can't we just? I don't know if you. (laughs) I'm going to need a Xanax. (laughs) I don't know if you heard last show, but uh, I claimed to save my mother's (laughs) husband. Yeah. Because I gave him my dog. dog, Because my dog was the one who put him in the hospital for giving him a dog. (laughs) Turned him on to his heart condition. Still hot. I'm going to make another claim right now, John. You and I are responsible for Amber's relationship. Now, hold on. Wait. <laughs> Tell me if I'm wrong, but did we get you into Punky? Or did Punky get you into us? I can't remember. Punky got me into you guys. Punky got us into yeah. us. But we got <laughs> Polly B to come over here so you could meet him in person and you got into Polly oh, B. Is that the reason? <laughs> so then you went to the UK and then you met this other guy. So John and I are responsible. Uh-huh. Well, I met this other guy in Los Angeles. Oh, no. Well, there goes my theory. She said all the hell. Well, I mean, yes and no. I would have met him anyway, um, but it certainly was handy that I was in the habit of going to England every six months. There you go. And you were in the habit of that because of John and Scott, right? Yes. There you go. (laughs) John, are we going to be invited? Scott's going to take claim for everything. Why not? That tree that grew out there because of my Google video. I was going to say, are we going to be invited to the wedding? But we're not because you're not going to get married. You used to say I'll never be in a serious relationship, but look at you now. But I've been saying I wasn't getting married since I was five. Yeah, I said the same shit too. And it's me. not just—it's not all me. He doesn't want to get married either. Yeah, we'll see. That's so this twenty relationship. <laughs> yeah, but he did that already. So he's already been married. Yes. And he's like, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> with that. Yeah, not doing that anymore. Bullshit. John is making a claim right now. He's predicting the future. He's saying that you will get married. Um. If you do no. get married, are we going to be invited? That is one big pile of shit, no doubt. Let me let me say this. If I get married, no one will fucking know about it. Uh-huh. <laughs> there won't be a wedding. Because she doesn't want to hear, I told you so. No, because I yeah. don't want to get married, and the only thing that could make us get married is if I run into visa trouble, and we have to. <laughs> All right, so if you run into visa trouble because you can't stay in the UK and you have to get married... You would invite John and Scott. Why wouldn't you? There wouldn't you? be yeah. a wedding. You'd have to have a wedding. Why? No, you don't. You just have to go sign a piece of paper. We'll just get some homeless people. Homeless? Why can't you just call John and Scott? We can jet over yeah. to the UK. We could actually get yeah, our... Yeah, and then the next week is like, Total Talk Nonsense with John and Scott. Hey, ever got married? No. We would just say that we went to the UK. We wouldn't mention. Like, before the show, I asked you, is there anything that's off limits? And you said, Yes. Absolutely. (laughs) All right, then, moving on. (laughs) You social misfit. We're not getting married because we're smart people that can figure out a visa situation more easily than that because we're both very intelligent. Very good. We'll sort it out. So, we uh, we started off this conversation. With losing your job. What is that? Because of Obamacare, you got laid off because the employer can't afford health insurance? What happened there? Uh, for docking. Basically, what? Docking? Come on! Who docks? Yeah, I got laid off for docking. Yes. 
Uh, basically, the bank that had bought my company two years ago decided they were just going to close the Chicago branch because they didn't need us. So it wasn't just me, just the entire branch. The whole closed. branch. All, all seven of us. Wow. How long and, ago did uh, that happen? That We were told about it in December. Um, I finished working in April. Severance? You get a nice severance? I got six months of severance. Ah, so you oh. get to you know, fly to L.A. and the U.K. and the whole deal, right? It, yeah, my, my health insurance is going to run out the same day that I start being covered by the NHS. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I couldn't plan that better, really. Very nice. Nice timing. Nice timing. Yeah, perfect. All right, so now you meet this guy. I meet this guy. At a wedding. Yes. And then what? What do you say? Hey, I want to see you again. Uh, no, then we were friends for a while. Like Facebook friends? Like, because he goes back to the UK. He right? goes back to the UK. Yeah, uh, we're, we're, yeah, mostly Facebook friends. You Skype? Skype? Video Skype? We didn't Skype yet at the time, but sometimes like, like Gmail chat. So who's the first one to say, hey, you know what? I want to take this to the next level. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Who are you, man? <laughs> I want to take this to the next level. That's not really what happened. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> well, realistically, I just kind of called him out on wanting to have more uh-huh. relationship. Ah, so you were the one who See, said, hey, let's very take it pushy, to the next Amber. level. <laughs> I am. I'm very pushy. And how did he respond? He's like, right on. I was thinking the same goddamn thing. He was thinking the same goddamn thing. And how do you take it to the next level? You're in the United States. He's in the UK. What's the next move? Well, I went to visit. How long? Two weeks? A week? What do you go? I was probably there altogether. I think I was there two weeks. But, you know, I spent some of that time in Hitchin with my Hitchin friends. Uh, But then he came with me to Miami. Oh. So how many dates before you did it? <laughs> Hold on. Whoa, oh, sorry. Let's digress. Like, like one, one drive from the airport? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. We don't have all day, Scott, with your interviewing tactics <laughs> four on. hours later. Okay. Um, did, in the car from the airport? Or did you wait, wait till you got there? No, we there. waited till we got home. Okay, Take very good. The they got level. CCTV cameras everywhere. You can't, you can't do that the way that you do it in the airport here. Right. No, they do it in Russia. Oh, the way you do it in the airport here at the International Terminal. All right, so, uh, <laughs> God damn it, where was it? My train of thought, I had a- <laughs> <laughs> Right, so he goes with me to Miami. Wait a minute, before you go to Miami. Okay. You show up in the UK. Yes. You hang out in Hitchin. Yes. And then you hang out where? At his place. You're hitching and at hitching. his place, yeah. At his place. Yeah. He wines and dines you, right? Uh, he takes me to see the making of Harry Potter, and he takes me to the Doctor Who experience. Wow. wow. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. What he's town in does like he Flynn. He knows, he knows how to get to my little nerd. And house. he's like <laughs> Superman, too. <laughs> what town does he live in? Um. Hey, that's what I want to say. Okay, you don't want to say. Why is he like Superman? He's just amazing. He's just amazing. He's, ama- he's amazing. He he had a heart condition or something, right? Or what? no, no, no. Oh, that's my friend Joe. Oh, different guy. Yeah, that's different not, Joe. That's not a boyfriend. That's one of my friends from Hitchin. Oh. And yeah, he had had a heart condition from birth and uh, went and got surgery to get it fixed. Maybe I think three, four years ago, and since then has become a personal trainer. He started running. He runs marathons. He runs ten k's. He's. I thought that was him. Runs a boot camp. No, he's a, he's a cute kid, but. 
So this new boyfriend, what does he do? <laughs> he, uh... Who is your daddy and what does he do? <laughs> he, he has a design company. Designs what? Like, like interior like, designs? No, like or? digital marketing. Digital marketing, You can nice. have a long conversation with him, actually, because a lot of his clients are, are big pharma. Really? Yeah. Mm. You guys could talk about stuff. We could. Mm. I had a long conversation with my new neighbor because he is a roofer. <laughs> wow! <laughs> and okay. he, that is amazing. <laughs> he did all the roofing for the pharmaceutical companies that I oh, work for. Oh, okay. Yeah, how about that? I'm wondering it's where you're going. <laughs> yeah, I was like. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you got this new boyfriend. You're leaving in two and a half oh, weeks. For the love yeah. of Job. Two and a half weeks. Two and a half weeks. You're leaving the country. Yep. You're gone. Yep. You're going to be a UK visa person. Yes. And you're going to try to get citizenship? Is that how that works? I have to be in the country for five years before I'm eligible for citizenship. So I this visa buys me about 18 months, and then I'm going to need one or two visas in between there before I can apply for citizenship. And and But that's your ultimate goal? Yes. Because you, you don't want to get married, but you want to live... I don't want to get married. I want to live there permanently. I want two passports. With him. Yeah. Now, this previous marriage he had, does he have any kids? Uh, yes. So you're going to be a stepmom. That is so exciting. No, because I'm not getting married. Right, but come on, really. What are they? How are they going to refer to you? Oh, that's my dad's wife? Is that what they're going to no, say? No, that's my dad's girlfriend. That's my what they say now. lover. That's what they say now? She's, she's my lover. How many kids are there? I love her. Um, all together? She's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. He has five daughters. Hold on. Whoa. When you say all together, does all that together. mean... They're, they're, he, he was married when he was very young. All right. So there's one marriage. So And he had two daughters uh-huh. from that marriage. And then uh, he was with his last wife for, for decades. And they have three daughters together. And then he has a stepson so that he raised. So, so six, really. But all right. How old is this guy? 46. <laughs> How old are you? <clears throat> like 22? <laughs> 35. He's it's 11 years. 11 years. Do you your want, senior. Do you want me to drop the big bombshell on you? I'm not sure. Yes. What it's, is the it's, big? It's a double whammy. Uh, he's also a grandfather. <laughs> his, wow. So you're step-grandmother. His, his second oldest daughter has a little girl that's wow. three. And uh, his... His that woman, his daughter's name is Amber, because that's not weird. Oh, that isn't yeah. weird. No. So you're step granny. No. <laughs> I'm not married to him. But they all live in the UK. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes, the two older girls live on the West Coast. So not close by, but I see. And if you well, met, good for you. Have you met his parents? Yes. I, I met his father years before I met him. Really? Yeah. Because of the whole cousin thing? Yeah. He had, he had been at he had not been at, Kentucky <laughs> territory, but he had been at my other cousin's wedding oh my like God. seven years You're, ago. That's right, you are from Ohio. I am so from Ohio. That's really close to hey Kentucky. Man, they're from England. Oh, yeah, well, it's pretty close. They're so hillbillies. We've been talking about this new boyfriend. Uh, can you say his name? His name is Simon. Simon. Simon is the new boyfriend, John. Simon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's not a new boyfriend anymore. He's. The it's, boyfriend. He's, he's, yeah, he's the boyfriend. I mean, new to the show. New to the show. There yeah. you go. Who's your boyfriend? Simon. Simon's my boyfriend. All right. Nice. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> and 
I'm so happy. Like, so, like you were talking earlier about how I said I would never get into a serious relationship. Like, <laughs> yeah. we're so happy and and oh, we're so compatible, and cute. it's so gross. Yeah, like if I was somebody else watching us have a relationship, I would hate us. Why? Well, that changes. Because we're just so happy. You're like, get a room. It's not that even kind of that. Thing. We're just like, just my wife and I are like that. Senses and then telling the same jokes and. <laughs> You finish it, yeah, yeah. I, I see. It's right. at first, and you've never experienced that before. No, like that didn't happen with Marty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That was a, that was a dick move. You say that. You say that like Marty can finish his own sentences. If you were smart, if you were smart. <laughs> Let's practice. If you were... Let's practice. If I were what? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't work. I'm (laughs) role-playing. I'm being Marty. If you were... Yeah, that's about how that would work with Marty. (laughs) You're supposed to say smart. See, you're not... (laughs) If you were smart. Right. I was born in America. I'll get to say that. I was born in America. Yeah, right. I was born in America. (laughs) He uh, he was telling Simon was telling his his seventeen year old daughter about my accent before she met me and how I say basil and oregano, and she said, "Oh my god, Dad, how can you stand it? How can you stand it? Those bloody septics! I know. I say yogurt. My boss is like, no, it's yogurt. Yogurt. It's yogurt. Yeah, you're saying it wrong, mate. It's not. You, you say schedule. It's schedule. It's schedule. <laughs> it's, it's, you're saying it without I go wait a minute It's without With a TH Not an F I was talking about oh, When fuck you off, put mate. When you put GarageBand On my iPad for me And I'm telling him about it And he had no idea What I was, what I was talking about And then like Five minutes later Dustin, Garage like, Oh Garage Band Garage Band <laughs> Garage Band Yeah It's fucking Garage Band <laughs> Yeah That's what I said For fuck's sake <laughs> My boss is always listening to find out when I slag him. You see, you slag me off on your show. I'm listening. I'm slagging him. You're taking the piss. Taking the piss. You're taking the piss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's always busting my balls about baseball. Why Let's go he? to a baseball game. No, I'm not going to. He wanted me to go to a rooftop with him, and I said, I'm not going. I'm not doing it. No. Why? Why? I go, because you're going to just bitch and moan about baseball the whole time we're there. And I don't want to hear how great cricket is and blah, blah, blah the whole time we're there. Every person that came up, it was for like a supply chain conference. Mm-hmm. <laughs> every every potential client that came up or potential vendor. Uh, it, what's with this fucking baseball? It's so fucking boring. <laughs> and what? That's why we're on a rooftop. World all right? championship. Yeah. You know, he's going on, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> I don't have to deal with that with Simon because Simon's not a sports fan. Although I kind of, I turned him into a hockey fan pretty easily, actually. Oh yeah, and football starting. Football is starting. Yes, yeah, started sun yesterday with Miami and Dallas. Yeah, I'm so excited. Just can't hide it. All right, before we move on then, so you're leaving in two and a half weeks. You're moving in with Simon. Yes. And you got your visa 
because you're studying something. I am going to graduate school. I'm going on a student visa. Student visa to study gender and sexuality. Gender (laughs) and sexuality. All right. Alrighty then. I'm familiar with gender and sexuality. All right. Could you be more specific? I'm gay. Um, I'm gay. Not really. And 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 society and the impact on society. I did that like five minutes ago. John, you and I are so in tune. We are. Paging Doctor Faggot. Gender and sexuality in society. Which society? Because if you look at it in America, things are changing. Well, that's kind of what I If you look at it in the Middle East, things are not changing. Or in Russia, for example, where Putin said, Hey, homosexuals, that's a crime from now on. It's not just that. Talking about homosexuals in a pro-homo way is a crime. crime. I mean, that's ridiculous. That's like, uh, he's going back a thousand years. Ridiculous. Yeah, what's up with that? Mike, I heard Michael Medved today. Ever listen to him? Conservative uh, no. talk show film critic. <laughs> Psycho. He was <laughs> he was saying that um, God, the logic is so twisted. I don't know if I can keep up. But he was saying that uh, I guess people are gonna are planning to protest the Russian Olympics. Don't be ridiculous. Or if they do go, they're gonna have rainbow banners when they. And he said that that's free speech, but it's suppressing the free speech. Of those who think that marriage should be between a man and a woman. So that's not good free speech. That's what he was talking about this afternoon. That doesn't even make sense. It doesn't really. But uh, so when we talk about gender, sexuality, and society, you're covering it from a global perspective? I think we're probably mostly going to cover it from a Western perspective. But I'm not sure. I haven't started school yet. And this is, um, <laughs> sorry, I washed my mouth. <laughs> this is a, when you say graduate degree, is that a master's degree? It's a master's degree, yeah. So there's a, a curriculum that you have to take. Yes. And you know what that is? You know all the classes you have I to take? I don't know all the classes yet, um, but you take classes for two semesters, and then the third semester you don't take any classes because you're writing a thesis the whole time. Which will be a PhD? No. Just a thesis? A master's thesis? Yeah, a master's thesis. A master's thesis? A master's thesis? It's a little different from getting a master's degree here, where they're usually two years. They're usually one year there. And so what school are you attending? I am attending Birkbeck University of London. It's going to cost her like $5. It's going to cost me like forty grand. Really? <laughs> wow. I thought it was free. It's free if you're a citizen. And oh. you, well, it's not free, but it's much, much cheaper if you're a citizen yeah. and you live there. I know some doctors in the UK. Yeah, I know one too. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> and I actually, one of the schools that I applied to was, was Stephen C's University. Stephen C's. And what did Stephanie? they say? Stephanie? Did um, they say? It didn't matter because I got, I heard back from Birkbeck, which was my first choice. So, uh, so you're like, hey. F you, your yeah, loss. Yeah, screw everybody else. Yeah. Very good. Well, why didn't you reach out to Stefan C? I spoke to him. Yeah. But then, you know, then he had a baby, so he's not going to be around oh, for, yeah, for, right. um, right. for years now. Years, <laughs> yes. Because that's what happens when people have babies. They just <laughs> yeah, you'll be having one, They're too. gone. What? What? What, what did you say, John? 
That's a great question. So this new guy, Simon, you're not getting married, no. right? But does he want to have more kids? Do you, you want to have kids? Are you fucking kidding me? No. You do not want to have kids. I, I hate children. I do too, but my own I can put up with. Yeah, but they didn't have to come out of your crotch. Ah, there you which go. Which I don't want either. I've got a, I've got a tattoo. Really, they don't across. have to come out of the crotch. Well, I got a, I got a tattoo across the front that says "Not an Exit." Not an exit, John. Yeah, no, I have never wanted children. I don't like being around children. I'm very, very uncomfortable with children, and he has plenty of children. At what age are you comfortable with? So, like, so what is it about children that you're uncomfortable with? They're sticky. Right, right. So, what age do they? <laughs> Are you comfortable with them? Is it like 12? Teenagers. Is it, 16? Is it 18? Probably about 16. 16. Yeah. Okay. Very good. I will remember that. Why, are you going to send your daughter They're over? Sticky. <laughs> My daughter is going to be 16 in October. Um, oh, she should be driving soon. Yes. That oh, is exciting, isn't boy. it? All right, back to Amber. <laughs> yes, let's talk more about me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now Amber, uh, yes. we haven't seen each other in a year, and right, since that Amber, time, um, hey, I'm not Zach. <laughs> All right, <laughs> since that time, you've taken classes in burlesque. Yes, I had actually started classes yeah. in burlesque the last time I was here because we talked yes. about it. But of course, I John started taking <laughs> serious classes. Right. You mean there's non-serious burlesque classes well, that like I can go to? No, you're not a girl. You have to be a girl. Oh, at, sh- sexist. At my studio, you have to be a girl. You have That's to be a probably girl. not true at every studio. But since then, you've done your how many performances? Um. Well, I've done. I did a couple of group performances, but my first solo, solo. performance was at the end of June. That's very recent. Yes. Yeah, missed that. That's okay. A lot of people missed it. Simon didn't. Simon flew I, over I'd for it. I had to work. Simon flew over for it, John. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when he flew over, where did he stay? Uh, we, we went and stayed in a condo. <laughs> nice. Whose? We just we rented one. Oh. Oh. <laughs> my, my friend from college was there, too, uh, so the three of us oh. went and rented a place. R- so Not like the, that. No? No. No. Oh. No, just where Jeff wouldn't be giving me death stares the whole time. Why would Jeff be... Who's Jeff? Jeff is your current roommate. Jeff is my roommate. Why would he be giving you death stares? Uh, he doesn't like when I date people or bring strangers into the house, no matter what their status towards me is, or uh, basically if he anything ever me. changes. Yeah, he likes John. Yeah. So, but the relationship with Jeff, is it a roommate relationship? Is it like a brother relationship? It's like and- a sexless marriage. But he views it. He views it as a marriage. So it's. Uh, I don't know what he views it as. He doesn't have any family really. After his mother died, he, you're he very motherly to him. I am. I do take care of. You've him. helped him through a lot of stuff. Yes. Uh, there is deep connection there, which you should never forget. And I won't. But he just when I said I was leaving, his immediate reaction was to just you. assume that that's what was going to happen. And that I was abandoning him, and that he, we were never going to see each other again, and I was a horrible person. Oh, that must have been rough. I, I hid in my room for three days after I told him. Oh, I thought you said you hid him. No, I hid. 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 Hid in my room for three days. Oof. It was bad. That and it's sucks. not it's not really a whole lot better, but I spoke to uh, 
I spoke to the guy that owns the bar over the weekend, and he's like, you know, you know, we're not gonna let him be homeless. We'll be fine. Yeah, just go. So people are looking out for him. People are looking, and out you'll for still him. be a part of his life. Yeah, right. I gotta. If, if nothing else, I have to come back and. Take he's the, a hell of a bartender. I gotta tell you, he's a he's a good person inside. He's just a fucking lunatic. He should tend bar at a casino or something. Make some big dough. He used to live in Vegas. I don't big know why dough. he doesn't move back. Yeah. He goes there every couple months. Make some big dough. He's got the talk, you know. He's, hey, he's a tremendous bartender. You know, he's like, hey, did you hear what the last thing they did to the Tickle Me Elmo when he got out of the factory? <laughs> they gave him two testicles. Get it? <laughs> testicles. Yay. Yeah, that's not remotely what he's like. <laughs> 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 All right, so back to burlesque. Right. Now you've you've gone to classes. You've done your first. Hey, solo. that's how I remember yes. them. Okay. Are you going to continue this pursuit when you're in the UK? Yes, I am. Have you already looked at classes, or like, is there burlesque groups that you join, or how does that work? Um, there, there's all of those things. <laughs> oh um, I'm going to be really I'm close kill to. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Why are you going to kill yourself, John? You're just interviewing. So, um, <laughs> I don't talk like uh, Zach. Are you going to burlesque? Are you going to pursue this burlesquing? I'm interested uh, to know. Yeah, you're real interested. Um, so, <laughs> what are you? Can you, I carry on? To get yourself a, a, a should demo I turn tape you? for yourself? No, go ahead. Do you guys please. need me for this? Please, go ahead. <laughs> so, how does this work? So, and how does, how, more importantly, how does Simon feel about it? Simon loves it. He lo- well, he flew over here to see you, right? He flew over here to see me. He he um he designed Howard Stern now. I don't know. I don't know what to do. He designed the title cards for me for my number. Oh! He edited the music for my number. You okay over there? Just calm the fuck down in there, all right? You're making me choke on my eyes. <laughs> he went over my choreography with me and helped nice. me improve it. Does he give you ideas? Yes. And you're like, oh, that's a really no. bad idea. Yeah, then kick there. You, you got to kick higher, higher. That's not a no, good that's idea. not really. Hold what your leg happens. there. He kind of looked what, at what I had done and suggested ways I could improve it that were uh-huh. always good. And you accepted all those. Most of them, yeah. That's constructive criticism. Yeah, and the ones that you didn't is. like, how do you deal with that? Um. Well, I mean, he wasn't the only one critiquing it. Was he up there like five, six, seven, eight? Okay, fussy, fussy one, fussy two, Uganda, Uganda. No. No? (laughs) No, he's not a dancer, but he, you know, he looks at shit and tells you whether or not it looks good for a living. That's what he does. He's a creative director. I see. Yes. Digital, though. Um, is he a, yeah, now he's yeah. Analog, I'm a maniac, right? maniac. <laughs> but when I look at you, you're analog. You're not. Just <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you go and you visit him. <laughs> so <laughs> then you end up in Miami. He comes to you, comes with you to Miami. Yeah, we met up in Miami. We were having our Christmas together. It was a little before Christmas, but. And is this the same time you met up with the word whore? This is the same time we met up with the word whore. What? And so the, the word, word whore got to meet whore. Simon? Yes. <laughs> we didn't get to meet Simon yeah. yet, John. No, I know, but the, the word, word whore, whore did. Yeah. The word whore. And, and it, she's fantastic. <laughs> she's so much fun. So tell us about that. Yeah, tell so us. Tell us about that. 
Uh, which part of that? Any the part. Tell us the highlights of meeting parts. the word whore. Well, we, we, you know, we, we figured out to meet up, and so we went over to her apartment and her... Uh, her nice apartment. Clean. Gorgeous. Is it clean? Gorgeous. Yeah, I would imagine. It's absolutely Yeah, she does gorgeous. the work herself. She did that floor. It's yeah, really she cool. put this floor in, this like stone flooring. She's coming to do my it's bathroom. Fantastic. I want her to do, do my bathroom. It's absolutely fantastic. She's got like beautiful art. Oh, of course she does. She probably knows millions of artists. But beautiful art on the wall. She had the, the painting she was working on was set up in the living room. It's, it's absolutely gorgeous. So, and her... Uh, her guy was in town. Her man. Her man was oh. in town. So we hung out there for a little while, then we went out and uh, got some food. And It's like a double date. Yeah, it was. And, Did and she pay you? Drink. No, we never quite got around to hooking that up, and she seems to be having some creative difficulties uh, at the moment. How's her hand? Uh, Not good, I think. The last I heard... They had recommended amputation, and Ooh. she was going to take some time to consider it. Ooh. Of the pinky, right? Uh, it might have been the, the last two fingers. That's definitely the pinky. But it might be the last two Ooh. fingers, actually. But, I mean, it's it's getting in her way. It's never going to be fixed. It's permanently bent. She goes yeah. to shake hands with people, and she's stabbing them with her bent fingers. And it's, you know, it's her painting hand. It's getting in the way of painting. Yeah. Oh. Any inside scoop on pressing buttons? No, I don't know anything about pressing press buttons. buttons. You kind of sound like pressing buttons. <laughs> don't I sound like pressing buttons? <laughs> so Preston, did, did he Just call it quits? He's like, I can't do this anymore. And now that he left the word whore hanging and she's got to find somebody to replace him? Or what happened there? I don't know. That seemed to be what the uh, what her last post indicated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but so that's, we, we went on and had drinks that first night and then we met up with them again because it was so much fun the first night. Well, it was so much fun the first night, but also we happened to be in town at the same time that Art Basel was going on their big, giant art exhibition. Bizarre. In the, it's an art bazaar. In the uh, art district. And so we went... We went down... Art Deco Simon and district. I went down by ourselves first and went to the gallery where she was exhibiting, which was one of the best galleries that we saw. Her stuff is gorgeous, but everything in it was really, really good. It was one of the best exhibitions we saw, and then um, met up with with them, and then a couple of her other friends, three or four of her other friends, and then we walked around to a bunch of different art galleries and uh, ate some weird shit out of a food truck and hung out, and it was cool. Was it? Did she say, "Oh, we got to go to this food truck. It's really great"? Or did she just stumble across. <laughs> no, we just, just ate some shit out of a food truck. It's mm. a big. Like, this is some outdoor, good shit. It's a big like. It's people walking around the street. Where all of this is where all of the art galleries are. So people are walking from gallery to gallery, and it's just the streets full of. And you people. get hungry. And then right in the middle of it is like this big empty like field, or I assume that it's usually empty. That had it had to have had forty or fifty food trucks parked there. You're artists, right, John? You're smoking a lot of weed. You yeah. get the munchies. You got to go to the food truck. Yeah. Is that how it works? Yeah. You eat some yeah. shit out of this food truck. <laughs> I think That's I some had good shit. I think I had crab cake sliders. <laughs> out of a food truck? Yeah. Oh. And you're still with us. That's I'm cool. still yeah. here. They're delicious. So well, they got some food truck now that comes to my work called Tasty Cheese. <laughs> and they make like these gigantic gourmet grilled cheese sandwiches. And I, for some reason, I just can't get myself to eat out of a, a Tasty Cheese food truck. It just... 
they looked really good, but I was just like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I'd have a hard it's time. It's been driving that. around all day with cheese and mayonnaise in it. Yeah, I don't know about that. It's how refrigerated. They, how they, I, I don't know that. I want to ex- inspect the fridge. Any uh, any other thoughts on the word whore before we move on? Uh, on the word whore, no. I do have more thoughts on the rest of my trip to Miami. What is the rest of your trip to Miami? Well, Tell the rest of that. my trip to Miami was Simon and I had Christmas <laughs> together. We had like we made Christmas dinner and, and did Aww. presents and stuff. And did you have Christmas crackers? We did. We had Christmas crackers. Did you put your little hats on? We did. It's beautiful. Yeah. And then I showed him, uh, I had brought Rudolph with me, which he had never seen. Because the claymation of, one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And the claymation. <laughs> There's a lot of them out there. Stop John. motion animate that claymation. <laughs> you sound like Tony. Tony, who said, "Boy, the Toy Story, the claymation these days." <laughs> it's totally different. So it's like you got You got to watch this like American tradition. Like everybody, you know, you watch this with your kids, and it's been going on for generations. And you watch. I it cried was, till I was eight. He was absolutely appalled. Really? It's pretty like, shitty. Yeah. He's yeah. Like, How? Why are you showing this to children? These people are bullies. Everybody's yeah. horrible in this movie. Yeah. This is, why would you ever show this to Santa a child? Santa Claus is an ass. Yeah, Santa about, Claus is he's a racist. <laughs> and only when he figures out he can uh, exploit Rudolph. Yeah. Yeah. Does he, you know, chum up to him? Yes. Well, and even like the abominable something, like they ripped all his teeth out. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Did he sign? Did he sign for I'm that? Did he get consent? No. <laughs> Uh, you I know the other one, the other claymation one that's really Herbie good. Herbie doesn't like to make toys. <laughs> Stop motion, whatever you want to call it. Santa Claus is coming to town. <laughs> that, that one and a year without Santa Claus stellar. is very. That's good. a great movie. No, no, no. The the one I mentioned. Yeah, I Santa can't remember Claus. What it was. Yeah, is it's coming, coming to, to town. town. Yeah, with uh, um, Meister Burger Burgermeister. Yeah, yeah. And Mickey Rooney and yeah. Fred Astaire. And there's that one scene where the. Uh, and Mrs. Claus starts singing. Yeah. And it's like an acid trip. Yeah. That is so fucking <laughs> and it's awesome. Like, and she's really hot, too. And you're thinking, wow, for a cartoon. Cartoon. It's not a cartoon. Well, whatever. It's not claymation. It's motion. Okay. <laughs> okay. You're just like Tony. Okay. <laughs> Big dummy. <laughs> so that's is that what I called you? A big dummy calling people names? That's the best one. Santa Claus is coming to town. (laughs) Am I right? The Easter Bunny. Santa Claus. Uh, I don't know. I really like Year Without Santa Claus because I like Heat Miser and Snow Miser. Yeah, it's just those two numbers. It's just the two numbers. Those two numbers sell the whole thing. But the whole thing, no, the whole thing falls apart. Come on. It's ridiculous. (laughs) Not believable. Yeah, know. but Mother Nature is in that. There's no God or at Jesus. Of, at risk of sounding like a complete tool, my favorite Christmas music is Love Actually. Or my favorite Christmas movie is Love Actually. I've never seen that. I've never what seen is that, that Love Actually? Who's in that? Uh, Hugh Grant's in it. Yeah. And uh, what's her face? That pretty girl. That yeah, um, narrows it down. Thanks, Elizabeth Amber. Hurley. No. <laughs> no Amy Adams. The girl, she was in Bend It Like Beckham and a bunch of other stuff that wasn't stupid. I can't think of her name. I don't know. I'm shitty at knowing people's names. Uh, Martin Freeman's in it. He plays a he plays a porn double. He plays like a porn stand-in. Christmas movies love actually. Yeah, I'm gonna check that out this Christmas, John. I'm writing it down right now. 
It is um, Hugh Grant, Liam Neeson, Colin Firth, Laura Linney, Emma Thompson, Alan Rickman. Yeah, Alan Rickman's in it. Kira Knightley. Kira Knightley. Kira Knightley. That That's is the it. one. Yes. Martine McCutcheon, Bill Nye, and uh, Rowan Atkinson. There yeah. you have it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So now back to Simon. You say you're very, very compatible. Yes. Right? So uh, you have the same uh, ideology, like uh, uh, maybe not ideology, but um, have we ever asked ever asked Amber uh, if you're of a religious nature or not? I'm an atheist. Is he an atheist? Simon is a militant atheist. Oh militant yeah, most atheist. people from the UK are. <laughs> so that's good, right? So if, if you had Simon on the show and you asked him if he was an atheist, you wouldn't get to talk for the rest of the show. <laughs> well, let's have him in. Let's have, <laughs> let's have him Skype or something. We could Skype in. Very good. I don't talk to snakes. <laughs> And uh, what else? What else do couples... Uh, money? You, you don't care about money or you have the same view of money? We each have our own money that we take care of. Politics? You got the same... Same politics. How would you describe yourself? Independent, liberal, conservative, what? I would describe myself as independent. Uh, Simon kind of describes himself as a socialist usually, but he's, mm-hmm. he's mm-hmm. probably more of an independent than that. Movies? Yeah. You like the same type of movies? Well, yeah. I, I think I think in the U, in the UK and in Europe they view s- uh, socialist parties different. Yeah, than we yeah, do here. Do. Obviously, here it's like socialist. Oh, okay, that's com. You know, it's total. They, they, they go way overboard when yeah. they talk about socialism. Yeah, but you, having said that, he runs his business like a capitalist. So yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I you know they have the social mindset when it comes to. There are certain things yeah. that are expected that you pay taxes yeah, for, and the government you absolutely pay taxes, sure. and it makes sense to have the NHS. And yeah, but everything else that I make and work my ass off for is mine. Yeah, makes perfect sense to me. Yeah, makes perfect sense to me. That's why I need to get out of the country. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it. There you have so, it. Yeah. I was going to say that, Scott. See, we're right on. You know, we are. We're so wow. in sync. I was I waiting know. for you to ask about something else about compatibility, but apparently you're going to just oh, <laughs> skip right. over that, obvious. No. <laughs> uh, I can't ask about that. John, do you want to go ahead and ask about What about that? compatibility? Scott can't ask because he's going to get in trouble. <laughs> you know about girth and those types of things. Oh, I see. I wasn't even thinking of it in those terms. I was oh, just thinking of it in my common interest. There he goes. <laughs> there he goes right off the cliff. Yeah, Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> All right. So, um, I would like to meet him, whether that's you know uh, Skype or whatever. He would like to meet you guys because um, the last two. Yeah, we we're trying to hook up a show where he was. He was here in town. Yeah, he was here in town, but we couldn't. Pull it we were out. all vacationing together. or something. Uh, yeah, we know. we just couldn't hook it up. That stinks. I would have loved to have met him because the last two guys that you were kind of involved with that I knew about were Paulie B and Marty. Yeah. So I mean, I got is this like third the third times the charm here? Or? You act like those are the only two awful relationships. <laughs> I've ever oh, you've had more. You've oh had my god, many more awful had relationships. Way worse ones. Yeah. So this, it's like night and day. All those other relationships, that's night. The Simon guy, he's like the day. 
He is the day. <laughs> he is the day. He's like the day. <laughs> I do not talk like Zach, Joe. <laughs> I don't know how many times I have to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) All right, then. (laughs) Moving on. Well, here's what I did. Uh, (laughs) Oh, here here goes another hour. I'll make it quick. Uh, As you know, my wife's husband... Had triple bypass. Your, your wife's your husband. Mom's That's husband? your wife's husband. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I'm I didn't know you guys were on the skin. My husband. So they're up in Eagle River. It would be great if yeah, it was what, him, and that's how he told tell? us. So I had to <laughs> drive up to Eagle me, River. <laughs> and it was a, it, my uh, mother. Turns out, wife's husband could have. <laughs> <laughs> Could have used Xanax for the entire week, but yeah. she didn't have that available. So by the time I got there, and I got her back <laughs> to Eagle River because uh, her her husband had surgery in Wausau, which is like two hours away, she was very relaxed. I got her some wine. Uh, I brought my aunt, which is her sister, with, and uh, she finally relaxed. She had we had a nice dinner, some wine, and I found out the whole scoop about my dad, John. How about that? Oh. Really? Yes. Why didn't we wow. lead with that? So, uh, one of the things my wife and I got my mom uh, Christmas for Christmas last year was a one-year subscription to Ancestry.com. Yeah. And my mom is all over that shit. So, she had some couple of glasses of wine, and I got to interview her about my father. Did you do did, it in this manner? Did it go matter? a lot like this? I okay. Did. <laughs> uh, now that, so, you got that going, and then you got this. Okay. Yes. Um... And what was great about it is my aunt uh, was there to challenge her on some of her stories. She was like, "No, that's not what happened. That's not how I remember it." So I got the truth. I got uh, more of the truth. Yeah, not, unfiltered like a, version. Right, not a powdered sugared kind of thing. Yeah. But the bad news is, my dad passed away, John. Oh, in two thousand four. Yeah. Uh, it, he was only 67, so I'm a little concerned about that. Oh. Like, what was it? Was it pancreatic cancer? Yeah. Well, was it, it, yeah, it's good to know the history. Right. So, But you have to, uh, to get a death certificate, you have to, my mom's taking care of that. So she'll handle that and she'll let me know. But, get this, John. I have a half-brother. What? <laughs> I do. I have half-sisters, two of them. I have a half-brother, and he is either a brain surgeon or a registered nurse. I don't know which one yet, but I'm going to find out. <laughs> How about that? Yeah. Yeah, so maybe we can get him on the show. Nice. That'd yeah. be something. I have two half-sisters. That's out of sight. Yeah. Do you know him? Do you yeah. talk to him? Yeah. I actually uh, Facebook back and forth while I was at my gig, because she was, uh, I think, going to drive over. They live in the area? I think so. Oh, and at one Haven't time... Haven't seen her since their wedding. Get this, at one time, my dad lives seven miles away from me. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. How about that? So the question is... So the, my, the question I have yeah. is, if you, you found out your dad lives seven miles away, would you go visit him? Yeah, definitely. Oh, really? Um, uh, he has a twin sister who's still alive, so uh-huh. that, that's an option there. And then uh, what I want to know is this half-brother that I have, does he know about me? Or was like I a big secret? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So still trying to figure all that stuff out. But Would you I'm gonna... freak out if he looked just like you, man? You mean like stunningly <laughs> handsome? And... 
Rip to shreds? Chicken no. neck. I gotta yeah. tell you, I would freak out if he looked just like Well, he's only, get this, John, he's he's like thir- 14 years younger than I am. Oh. Yeah. yeah. A younger version. How about that? Yeah. That's right. scary. Two of you on the same planet. So more to come. And then driving up to uh, Eagle River is like a six-hour drive. I'm with my aunt, the conservative Republican. We're halfway through the drive. And I said, hey, so Clinton, 2016, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, she, uh, uh, I had to calm her down. She slammed your face through the windshield. <laughs> wow. Are you, what? All right, moving on, John. Uh, let's see. Movies. John, you saw a movie. Yeah. Before we get to that, Amber. Yes. <laughs> Have you seen any? Uh, I don't want to know about all the movies you've seen. You've seen, you go to see movies? Uh, I'm pretty shitty at remembering to go see movies. I think the last thing I saw was a Star Trek movie. That's a long time ago. Yeah. Like on cable, do you watch movies? Yeah. All right, the last good movie you saw, what was it? Um. That you would recommend to our audience? Uh, I saw a documentary that I really liked. I can't remember what it's what it was called, but it was about uh, surfing. It was about the surfing scene. A surfing documentary. There yeah. you have it, John. Can you look that up quickly, John? Yeah. It was one of those things where it was... I can't remember what it was Jeff would know what it was called. I can't... Uh, it was one of those things where it's like not something that I'm interested in, but the documentary was so good you get that I couldn't stop watching it. Yeah. yeah. All right. So John will uh, research that, right, John? <laughs> Yeah, more. Yeah, I could, I could just ask Jeff what it's called yeah, and email that you. Could be. Yeah. <laughs> All right, John, you saw a movie the first yeah. time ever. This is a classic movie. It's been well, around forever. I've seen like bits and pieces of it, bits but and like pieces. like very little. Because I haven't seen it since the, college. The movie jumps around quite a bit. You know, it goes from one place to another. Yeah, it does pretty quickly. So if you don't watch the film all the way through, you really don't know what's going on. Um. <clears throat> So I saw The Deer Hunter for the first time, and that's when I came home from the gig. I <laughs> This is a long-ass movie. I don't know even how long it was, but I will tell you this. 182 minutes it is. What is that in hours? Three. Three hours. So I got home like around 1 o'clock, talking to the wife. She's flipping through the channels. The Deer Hunter is just coming on. I'm like, yeah, put that on. And she puts it on, and we're just amazed that half or one third of the movie is this fucking wedding scene. And it's just a reception going on and on and on and on. And I'm like, what the fuck? I mean, it was, it's, it's literally 51 minutes, the wedding scene. It's 51 minutes. The wedding and the reception and or reception, just the reception? The reception. 51 minutes. And the movie is basically about a bunch... It's about a town in uh, Pennsylvania. It's a steel town. And it, it's uh, around the Vietnam War. And there's all these... Uh, it's a bunch of uh, Russian immigrants working in this town. And a bunch of them are pals. And one of them gets married... And all the rest of them, uh, uh, after he gets married, they the couple go on like their honeymoon or whatever. But the guys, they go out. The best, you know, the the uh, groomsmen go out and uh, they hunt deer. Uh, that's their big thing, and they're 
they're crazy buddies. I mean, they're just nuts. Uh, but there's one character, I forget his name, he's in The Godfather, John, John Cazazel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What, who, who did he play? He played the younger brother that gets killed by Michael Corleone. In The Godfather? Yeah. Played Fredo? Fredo, yeah. He's like this little weasel prick that brandishes this little uh, revolver all the time, pointing at his friends and stuff. He acts like a badass. And Robert De Niro's in it, Christopher Walken's in it. He he won the Best Supporting Actor. Uh, it won five Academy Awards. I've never I've never seen this movie. I watched the whole thing. I actually fell asleep at one point because I was tired, you know. And I rewound it and finished watching it. And I, I was bawling at the end of the film. I was openly weeping. I'll it's have to such, see it again. I haven't it's seen such it. a sad movie. Um, I saw it at the theater, and it was so disturbing to me. Oh, I haven't seen it since. Well, I, I got some... It's basically, they go to Vietnam, and, uh, and out of the friends that go, uh, Robert De Niro goes, Christopher Walken goes, uh, Steve, the guy who got married, he's there too, and... Um, uh, they end up in, they end up in this. Uh, I don't know what you call it. Like a, it's not a concentration camp, but they end up in this camp of a bunch of Viet Cong, and they're they're in the water, like in this prison, and uh, <clears throat> it's like a cage. And then they take these guys out one at a time, and they play Russian roulette. They force uh, these soldiers to play Russian roulette against each other while they bet. And De Niro um, comes up with this plan. Steve starts flipping out. He just he's totally lost it, and he spins and he shoots himself and he nicks himself in the head and shoots the ceiling. And they end up putting him in this other cage with the rats and all the dead bodies. And De Niro comes up with this idea and tells Christopher Walken, "Look, we got to get him to put three bullets in there." And we got to play the game with three bullets. It doesn't really matter at this point. They're going to fucking kill us anyway. So our only chance is to put three bullets in. And then we're going to get the fuck out of here. And De Niro, they get him to put the three bullets in. He keeps yelling at this dude. I'm going to fucking kill you. And and Mao, Mao. He kept yelling, Mao, to tell him to pull the trigger. And he would slap these guys in the face. And when I did the little look up on this movie I found out that they couldn't find a Viet Cong guy to slap the the actors and then they found this real racist asshole that hated Americans to slap him and De Niro kept telling the guy to slap Christopher Walken unexpectedly <laughs> <laughs> so they got real slaps in the face and um and uh they they're able to escape because at some point they get lucky and both he and Christopher Walken with the three bullets shoot empty chambers at their heads. And at that point, uh, Robert De Niro's character realizes it must be chambered up at the third bullet, or first of the third three bullets. So he just shoots three guys, and they escape. And the chopper comes, and they, they get him out of there. But they get split up at some point. So they don't know what happened to each other. 
and Robert De Niro ends up coming back to the town himself, and uh, he, he thinks the other guys are dead, and then he finds out that Steve, who was who got married, Steve, Steve, he came back already, but he's all fucked up, and he's in some sort of hospital because he lost both legs. Uh, he's paralyzed on one side of his body, and uh, and then he finds out Christopher Walken is still alive too, but he's still playing Russian roulette in Vietnam. Yeah, yeah, he just like went nuts. Yeah, it's it's fucked up this this movie how it like fucked up the town and the whole time uh, Meryl Streep was um, dating uh, in a relationship with John Cazazel with Fredo. And Fredo was dying of cancer during the whole making of the movies. As a matter of fact, he died before he even got to see it. And uh, there's a scene uh, after De Niro comes back and uh, Fredo's fucking around pointing this this gun when they are out deer hunting. And De Niro, he used to just shoot deer with one shot and he'd kill him each time. And this time he just shoots in the air and, and he says, okay, I get it. I'm done. Uh, fine, I'm done. Uh, but but Fredo's fucking around in the in the uh, cabin, pointing it at his buddy. Fuck you, man. Fuck you. And De Niro grabs the gun out of his hand. He's like, he's like, what the fuck's wrong with you? And uh, the Fredo character, he's like, uh, hey man, it's not loaded. And De Niro shoots it at the ceiling, and it was loaded. He goes, you want to fuck around? And he pulls all the bullets out, chambers one, spins it around. Sticks it up against Fredo's skull and pulls the trigger. Click. So I did a little research on that, and apparently they used a live round. They put a live round in the gun, spun it, made sure that when they shot the gun, it would be on an empty chamber, but there was a real live bullet in the gun to give that scene, you know, more heightened uh, excitement. Authenticity. Authenticity. Yeah. I'm reading here that the director convinced Christopher Walken to spit in De Niro's face. And when Walker actually did it, De Niro was completely shocked, (laughs) as evidenced by the film. In fact, De Niro was so furious that he almost left the set for the day. So that's probably why De Niro told the Viet Cong guy uh, to slap that motherfucker. Slap him him in the face. But I, I cannot recommend a better movie. I mean, how many oh Normans there, John? Four out of oh, four, four all the way. It, the thing about the film, it's just so like the pacing is is crazy. At like fifty one minutes of, you know, you kind of get the sense that these people are all family and they love each other, and there's a lot of history there, and. And uh, they kind of fuck with each other all the time, like like men do. You know, they mess with each other. And um, and one of the guys that that's part of this group of dudes, he's not even an actor. They just liked him when they interviewed him at one of the steel factories and said, "Oh, you want to be in this movie?" Um. So, and then the, and then the pacing like takes off from there. Just just bounces from hunting to going to Vietnam. To getting you know fucked up and and the one disturbing scene is when the 
the two Vietnam guys are are doing the Russian roulette, and the one dude shoots himself in the head, and the blood it's like like a faucet shooting out of his temple, like straight out. And uh, and then the scene when uh, Christopher Walken finally caps himself, De Niro like just what the fuck, and that whole scene was improvised. They just said. He's going to shoot himself in, in the head, and you kind of, like, cradle his head. You guys, that's what the director told him. Whatever dialogue, you guys come up with it. And uh, it's great. I mean, and then it just goes right back to the town, and after the the funeral, and they're back at the little restaurant bar. Um, the one guy's cooking up some eggs, and they sing God Bless America, and then they just toast to... Uh, to Christopher Walken's character, and um, I, I lost it. I just lost it. I was just like, lost man. It. it was like 3 a.m. No, it was closer to 4. 4 a.m. Wow. <laughs> You're losing it. Yeah. This, this movie made, it was the first time Walken really was on f- It was 4.30, Scott. Screen, it came right? on at 1. It's three hours long, and I had to rewind like half hour of it to watch. (laughs) Fuck. I didn't get to bed to 4.30. But this was Meryl Streep and Christopher Walken's really first major film, right? I think so. And De Niro, he had some under his belt. But uh, what a great cast, right? And Fredo, I mean, that guy was great. Yeah. What's his name? Uh, John Cazazel. Cazazel. C A Z A L E. So, Amber, Zally, when did you see Zally, this movie? I saw that in college. College. Yeah. Like on a screen or in a DVD or what? On a screen. We watched it in a class. In we a class. Watched it in a class mm-hmm. about Vietnam. Mm-hmm. And then you had to write a paper on it or something. No. 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 I just had to have nightmares for a couple nights. Yeah. 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 I saw it when I was fifteen. Never I haven't seen, seen it since. It. So I'll have to check that out, John. I'll have to watch that again. I got to set aside three and a half, three hours and two minutes, right? Yeah. Yeah. If I did my math correctly, <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, yes, yeah. that is correct. It's ridiculous, man. It is. I couldn't believe what time it was. Like when I finally turned the TV off and I looked and it said four twenty. What the fuck? Of course, I go to bed and I get wo- awakened because it's my daughter's seventeenth birthday. 17. Yeah. yeah. Wow. There you go. How about that? Yeah. She's, She's got a new car. Nice. Not a new one. Used car. Is it out on the street? Not yet. Not yet? She'll have it Wednesday. Needs tires. She's pretty excited, huh? Yeah. She was crying. Crying of excitement. Yeah. I've been crying My too, son man. was crying. <laughs> now you can drive me everywhere. <laughs> He's so excited. He's like, so does, yeah. Does that mean he gets a car when he turns 17? Oh, I don't know. He'll get a car. Maybe. Who Maybe. Knows? Man, we didn't get cars. I didn't get a car. Yeah, there's a story behind this. But anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah, right. he'll get... Uh, we might uh, get a project car, my son and I. Um. You know. He wants like an SS or something, you know. He wants something souped up, classic car. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. So we might. I'm good with Bondo. We, we might. Is that what they call it, Bondo? <laughs> yeah. We might get a fixer upper and work on it for like a year, and then I'll hand him the keys. All right, John. Moving on to TV. 
Uh, I'm excited because Breaking Bad Season 5 was just released on Netflix. I haven't watched one yet. I haven't watched it yet either. Simon's in love with it. It's really good. The pacing is a little bit slow, you know, for John. I don't know about you, what your pacing is, but uh, it's good. So there's, I don't know, 14 new episodes. So for me, what it means is uh, 14 treadmill, 44-minute treadmill runs, because I'll pop it on, jump on the treadmill. 44 minutes later, I see an episode. See what I'm saying? I'm excited about that. Yeah. All right, John, moving on to Shark Week. John. Jesus Christ. Shark Week. Now, Amber, I saw... Hey, one, your... one thing. I just yes. saw I just saw this picture. This is a quote from Simon Pegg about doing Star Trek. Uh, since we're still on the movies a little bit. Yeah. Yes. He said, the other major memory uh, is of performing scenes with Leonard Nimoy. It's one thing to work with an actor you have known all your life, but to meet a character in context that was something beyond description... Having Mr. Spock look into my eyes and say, You are Montgomery Scott. My brain was quietly short-circuiting as I tried to remember my lines. I clearly remember thinking, Holy shit! I'm in Star Trek! Isn't that cool? That is cool. He's he's such a fanboy. Yeah. And I, I just fucking loved the two Star Trek movies. Weren't they good? Yeah. I want to see that. His new movie. Who's? Simon Pegg's new movie is coming out on the 23rd. I might go to the matinee before I go to the airport. What is it? It's uh, The World's End. It's the third one in the trilogy with um, with, the, with the zombies. Really? Yeah, Shaun of the Dead and what's the other one? Hot Fuzz? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's the third movie of that trilogy. It comes out on the 23rd. Hot Fuzz was awesome. I saw the preview. Who's the the female lead in it? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it's a very good preview. Uh, I'm very excited about that movie. Oh, I didn't know it was a trilogy. Yeah. Oh, man, that's going to be a great DVD set to get. Yeah, I'm very excited about it. Amber, you haven't seen This Is The End? You have not seen that movie? No, I really want to see either that movie. Either John. I know. John hasn't seen it either. I desperately wanted to see I that. I was going to suggest blowing the podcast go. off and seeing it tonight, but... Why don't we do that? No, we're <laughs> why do we do that? <laughs> why do we do that? Why do we do that, love? It's 10.30. Okay, so there's like a... No, I got, work tomorrow. <laughs> I got work tomorrow. I got work tomorrow. Oh, yeah, people have jobs. Yeah, so. Scott loves to text that. me and go, I had to work past 1 o'clock. <laughs> can you believe uh, can that you believe shit? It? They kept me there until after 1 p.m. today. I'm like, this is outrageous, John. Outrageous. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. It's ridiculous. Yes. I'm busier now than I was when I had a job. The life of a contractor. All right, moving on, John. Moving on. Shark Week. Shark Week kicked off on the Discovery Channel. John, Amber, I saw you've already posted about this. The Megalodon show. (laughs) I am so (laughs) angry. They jumped the Megalodon. (laughs) They jumped the Megalodon with that one. I mean, that was There are people up in fucking arms about... You might as well put Sharknado on the Discovery Channel. As they should be. After that. I was so furious. I didn't catch the beginning, but uh, we turned it on, and my son had already gone to bed, and he's he loves Shark Week. <laughs> yeah, so I've I'm been like, waiting for Shark Week for a me year. Me too. I love Shark Week. Let's record. I'm going to record it. Let's record it. Uh, we missed the beginning, but let's record it. It's about megalodons. How fucking cool is that? Yeah. And then I start watching the show, <laughs> and, and I'm like, that's not what it who was. the fuck is this guy, Colin Drake? Yeah. He's nobody. He's not a Google him. He's, he's not a real person. Right. 
That's what I was. I was like, I said, honey, um, is it me or is this guy like an actor? An actor? <laughs> yeah. There's no, I've never seen people talk like that that are professional, especially scientists, John. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, and that that's what was bugging me, is they're billing him as this scientist. Yeah. Well, one of the things that was bugging me, they're billing him as this scientist, and he clearly has no idea how science works. None. None. And then uh, he, he's making statements about uh, what we're trying... We're trying to do this so we can save people. That's why they're trying to, you know, track a megalodon, so they can save people. Right. Uh, but the whole premise of his... The whole idea of why... We haven't seen Megalodon for a fucking two million years or whatever. It didn't make any sense. Yeah. Because he's way at the bottom of the ocean somewhere. Did I get this right? Hold on. (laughs) This is what I got from the show. Megalodon followed the humpbacks to the poles, right? In the cold water. So they adapted to cold water to hunt humpback whales. And that's how they've survived. Now, climate change... And they really didn't talk about, they mentioned climate change. But c- because of climate change, they're following the humpbacks to the tip of South Africa now. And that's why we're seeing them again. <laughs> right. Which doesn't make any sense to me. No, no, it doesn't make any sense. And I liked how you said, like, you know, everywhere that there's been a megalodon sighting, you know, I noticed that there was there's whales, a humpback whale. yeah, there's yeah. whales there. And yeah. I was like, we're yes, gonna, the ocean! <laughs> we're going to drag this 45-foot humpback whale like it's a... Uh, like it's a seal at the back of a boat. Right, right when and I saw that. the megalodon's going to jump out of the water. You don't get like, to be surprised that whales live in the ocean. That's that. When I saw them constructing that, that's when I was like, this is so bullshit. Who the fuck is going to pay for that? That is the dumbest idea. And then they followed that up. Do you remember this? With the chum thing. Yeah. Oh the my chum God. cannons. The chum cannons. <laughs> But what's even better is when they're loading. Like, did you see when the they're loading fuck? the chum? Did yeah. you see when they're loading it on? And they have like this two by four with these two ropes, and these they're talking about how heavy a fifty-five gallon chum would yeah. be. What would that be? That would be like almost five hundred pounds, right? Yeah. And they put these things on. They put two or three of them on this this uh, what do you call it? Uh, the wooden thing. What do you call it? The wooden thing? <laughs> A wooden thing. <laughs> you got them at your warehouse, John. What do you call those uh, fucking things? Pallets. Pallets. Yeah. <laughs> and they're they're taking. They're them. tipping sideways, they're but they're t- not falling off. Right. And the guy's like taking one arm and oh, yeah. putting it back. Oh, yeah. That one almost fell. And and it, the the rigging is so hokey. Yeah. It's like what, they don't have any fucking regulations. I, yeah. I'm like, what the hell is that? I I, I thought it was. Well, and another then, <laughs> scene that was like that for me was when that you know what something huge hit the boat, right? Oh, right. And, and the and, lights and, and went out. The lights went out. But then the people that were going to be in the cage are like scrambling to get all this gear on yeah. and get in the cage. First of all, why I'm were thinking, you already are, in the cage? Yeah, yeah, number one and two. Why would you get in the cage if the thing's sixty feet long? I wouldn't get but in the goddamn cage. Nobody who who dives frequently. Prepares for a dive like that. Yeah, running around, running around, throwing shit on. I'm not checking anything. Hurry, we gotta get it. Like, no, people spend hours preparing to dive. Although I did see the one where they they put the balloon in the air and they were trying to film a shark jumping out of the water from the sky. Did you see that? That was on. 
Uh, that might have been from last year that they reran. Did you see that? I was too angry by no. that point. Oh no, this was, this was earlier in the day because oh, okay. they had already been playing some stuff. So these guys, they put the fake seal, the decoy, out there first. And then they realize, oh, we got to put the balloon out with the camera from above. Why they didn't put the balloon out first and they and just the barely got the shot of the shark breaching and going full, full out. Uh, <laughs> but they got the shot. They got I mean, the that shot was real, right at the right? last minute. Real? Yeah. But they did kind of the same bumbling mistake. They put the decoy out there first and that's what attracts the shark. Right. Why wouldn't you set up the shot and then put the decoy out there? And then they had a slow motion shot of a guy eating Cheetos and blowing them out of his mouth when the shark breached. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Why did they have a chum cannon? I don't Why? I know. <laughs> Why couldn't they just dump the shit over the side? I don't know. I no, don't let's know. put it in a cannon. That'll be cool. Check out these chum cannons. <laughs> and, then, and then the whole, the slick of blood for like miles. I'm thinking, well, that can't be good for the ocean. That's going to attract a lot of sharks. And then you see all these sharks. And I'm thinking, how are they getting those shots? Like these aerial shots of these sharks swimming around. There's no water balloon. Water balloon. <laughs> Hot air <laughs> balloon or a plane flying overhead or helicopter. It was yeah. bad. It was I was really bad. I was I was shouting at the, out loud at the television because of the number of times they used the word evidence for things that were in no way evidence of anything. Like right. like here here's a here's a fuzzy video where a fin swam by and you can't see the rest of the yeah. animal, but obviously this is evidence that that Megalodon is alive. Oh yeah, it's well in the tone of it, the guy started this Colin Drake. It's like the he started ghost talking about of Shark Week. We don't know, but we're looking for Megalodon, and we think that Megalodon still may exist. And then later in the show, uh, it was, yes, Megalodon, Megalodon does, exist. does exist. It still yeah. exists. It's still in the water. And the, the tone of it changed, and I'm like, ah. Oh, so I, le- I couldn't watch anymore. I did some research. It took me five minutes to find out it was a total fucking joke, a yeah. scam. And I won't let my son watch it. I won't let him watch it. You're better off letting him watch Two-Headed Shark Attack or Sharknado. Right. Well, the one thing I found out is last, or I don't know, within the last year, Discovery did a, a show about, about mermaids. mermaids. Oh, jeez. Mermaids. That was in the same vein, like this documentary, like, are there mermaids? No, there's not mermaids. That's just not Stop right. Stop it. That's not right. I wouldn't I wouldn't have been so upset if they had started off the show with the disclaimer, like, this is a dramatization, none of this is real, yeah. we're just trying to entertain you. At no point was there ever a disclaimer that said, we made all of this fucking shit up. Right. They're getting a lot of heat over it. Well, and they're getting more viewers, too, right? Well, no, you're checking out, right? I'm, I'm you're done. Not gonna... I'm done. I think I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. I hope Adam Savage does a... Mythbusters does a, a giant megalodon. They've done that. They didn't do a megalodon. No, one, did they, they did a. They did a. Did they do a great white? They I don't did a remember. great white yeah. one where they seeing if they they did stuff like can you shoot the the tank and will it explode the shark and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, stuff from Jaws. And then they put like twenty sticks of dynamite in his mouth and blew him up. Something's got to blow up eventually. Yeah, got to blow some up on that show. I'd like to make a broader point. Yes. Well, let me ask this question <laughs> first. 
they're getting a lot of shit for this. But are there people walking around that really believe that Megalodon still exists? Are there those people, people believe in Jesus? Come on. <laughs> are there people that walk around s- s- convinced that mermaids exist because yes, of the other show? Of course. There are tons of people that walk around and convinced that ghosts exist because they watch Ghost Hunters. All right. So let me make a broader point. <laughs> Would you for the second time? The downfall of America. Two reasons. One is um, the NSA, right? Wiretapping everything. <laughs> Uh, freedom of speech is going to go away. Number two, we talked about this on the show when this happened, the Supreme Court ruling that said corporations could give any amount of money they want to politicians. Because they're people. Right. That is... So what's going to happen is corporations are going to get more sophisticated in how they give money to politicians. The politician's message is going to get more sophisticated. They're going to learn lessons from Megalodon, and they're going to convince the gullible American people... That something is good for them when it's not, because it's in the corporate uh, corporation's best interest. And uh, I think I'm going to head to UK with Amber. That's what I yeah. think. Yeah. Well, at least they they have surveillance all over the place. At least they tell you. Yeah, there's CCTV everywhere. Everywhere. But it's so, TV. That's why you can't have sex right? at the airport? Did yeah. You, <laughs> did you? know that going in? Or yeah, I knew that do you going in. Know that reactively? No, I know that. I knew that going I in. See. I just meant in comparison to our airport. Right. So stay away from Shark Week. That is our uh, take, right? We I, all agree I on never that? thought I would recommend that. I never thought I would. I've been watching Shark Week for decades. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even like the lighting. Like how they had him, the one guy, Colin, lit. Yeah. Half his face was lit and the other half was dark. Yeah. Like, it's who, ridiculous. Who's, who's handling the lighting here? What is this? this is so did you did you see the story about the uh, um, the woman who did a search on backpacks and yes, uh, right I did uh, see that. pressure cookers and the husband did a backpack yeah. the wife did pressure cookers and and the cops came and and questioned them and searched their house well it turns out that it wasn't the NSA uh, reason reports that well at least this is what they say reason is reporting that the Suffolk County PD uh Suffolk County P, uh, cr- County criminal intelligence detectives received a tip from a Bayshore based computer company regarding suspicious computer searches conducted by a recently released employee the former employee's computer searches took place on this employee's workplace computer on that computer, the employee searched the terms pressure cooker bombs and backpacks. After interviewing the company representative, Suffolk County police detectives visited the subject's home to ask about the suspicious internet searches. The incident was investigated by Suffolk County Police Department's criminal intelligence detectives and was determined to be non-criminal in nature. Any further inquiries, you could ask the sheriff's department. But it turns out uh, she was, uh, they said they did it on their home computer, but it turns out that's not what it was. Yeah, it was on his work computer. Yeah. So they raided the house. Yeah. So the work, he, the people that he works for turned him in. Right. I think it was a computer company that the company that he works for contracted with. 
is what it seemed like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if it was her or him. Yeah, maybe it was him. All right, then. So then you got people <laughs> like that freaking out. Oh, man. You don't need the NSA. You know? Really? You don't need the NSA spying on people. You got... Uh, well, you do, because if it weren't for them, we wouldn't know about this new terror plot, right? Oh. The new one. Oh, is there a new one? Where they're closing down all the embassies because it's a very credible threat. Right. Yeah, they don't need to spy on us to find that out. They found that out because of the new... The number two guy is now number one since Osama bin Laden is dead. Yeah, he's dead. 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 All right, John, I need a break. I have to uh, take a bathroom oh, break. Oh, seriously? Um, yeah, do we have any break new uh, break things we can play? Um, and then we're going to come back with shit or shinola, John. How about that what, shit? What is happening to you, man? What do you mean? Because I got to take a leak? Why, you don't have to take a leak? Yeah, when did Come you on. start doing this? When did you not... When I stay hydrated. I try to stay hydrated. Is horrible. <laughs> horrible bladder control. It is. Yeah, but I got to look for something now. You didn't give me advance warning. You're like, ah... Uh, uh, ooh, this is your advance warning. You should play one of my YouTube videos. Ooh, yeah, you can what? play one of Amber's YouTube videos. YouTube videos. There's a suggestion for you right there. Do you have your own channel? You can't see. I have my own channel. She has her own channel. Look up username... Amberance. Amberance. And then play one of her videos. I would play the Miami How long one. do they go? Uh, I think the one I'm thinking of is about eight minutes. It's probably too long. Yeah, that's too long. We're looking like... Uh, blah, three. <laughs> we're looking like two to three minutes. Two to three minutes? Yeah, I don't know. Don't know. Don't know. Hmm. Hold on, hold on. My laptop is running very slow right now for some reason. Very slowly. Very slow. I said hello to the word whore in that video and tried to speak Canadian. <laughs> Didn't go well. Hey, how's the blog going, by the way? Um, It could be, but I still have... That's one of the things that I was going to talk about that I completely forgot about is that I met a bunch of my fans when I was in England in March. How did you do that? Did you say, hey, I'm going to be here, come out and see me? How yeah, did that we, happen? we met up... Um, yeah, we, we picked a bar in central London, and about maybe eight or nine girls, and then one woman brought her husband, showed up, and we were going to play the Fifty Shades of Grey party game, which I had brought with me, which was so terrible that after 20 minutes, we just went, yeah, we can't fucking do this anymore, and so I had also brought, suspecting that that might happen, I had also brought a game called Cards Against Humanity, which we played, which was excellent. We had a good time. It was really fun. You loved them all. Loved them all. Loved Not them all. one of them creeped you out. Not one of them. I'm going to invite them to my housewarming party, actually. How about that? Yeah. Nice. Did we get an invite to that, John? I don't remember that. To the housewarming party? Yes. Well, I don't know when it is yet. I'm going to invite them. Were you going to invite us? I can invite you. Oh, now that I said something, you can, but you weren't thinking about inviting us. I, w- I wasn't thinking you were going to fly to the UK in a How month to come dreadful, to a party. John. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right i got a i got a song ready all right i'm ready all right this is uh while scott takes a little pee pee break this is uh amber singing heartbreaker ah, 
did that here on our show i did uh what was that episode two two something something. (laughs) 234 234 234, john episode two was that like three years ago if i had it to do again i would have stood up to sing that yeah it's it's much harder to sing sitting down i know because i play drums i would have had more power behind some of that more lung power. So we're back. Jump yeah, Amber gave me a back. song to play. Well, you uh, don't have to play it. I just, it's the song that I that I did my number to, because when we were talking about the burlesque, we never talked about what my number was. Yes. Or where you came up with the idea. So you, you conceived this idea? Yes, I conceived this idea. I conceived the costume. I did all the choreography myself. I was the roadrunner. And this is what I danced to. It's Bullet Diddley. And this was in Chicago. Yes, this was at Joe's on Weed. And it was like a Thursday night or something? Yeah. Did yeah. any of our listeners show up? Uh, I don't think so, but about half of my former co-workers showed up. Ah. Including my boss was there. And, was that awkward? And, is he still working there? And his boss was there. 
Well, no, nobody's still working there. You invited them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that wasn't... That was probably less awkward than it would have been if he wasn't a screaming queen. A screaming queen? Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, he's a great big mo. A great big what? Great big mo. I can't keep up with the kids yeah. today, John. What does that mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. You, you can't keep up with anything. I'm up there making voices, and you're like, I need a Xanax. You're too loud. Yeah, can we spend a minute and talk about that? Uh, so I come over. Sure. I'm yeah, chilling let's out. talk about this. <laughs> chilling out in your living room. Shannon's there. Nathan comes in. And then something goes on. <laughs> And I was mentioning before the show that my son was at camp, and so it was just my daughter, and then my son came home and we dropped my daughter off, so now it's just my son. It's very quiet. It's very quiet at home. And even when both kids are home, it's very quiet compared to what I experienced when I came over. you just don't know how to have fun, man. (laughs) But the thing that really pushed me over, (laughs) the ledge. So I got to see this family dynamic, and that was nice, and it was loud. And then the thing that really did it is when you started imitating your daughter. We're the loud skis. Yeah, and that just, it, it, um, it's like when you go to- yeah it's like great? when you go to the dentist and he <laughs> he's cleaning your teeth and he hits that one and in your it fuck your whole body fucking tingles that's what it was like when you would and you kept doing it and you kept doing it over and over again and i but just, you didn't say uh, anything I, I couldn't, I i'm didn't, like what's wrong with you man i think i need a xanax <laughs> for your family <laughs> Yeah, I couldn't handle it. Can we I go downstairs now? <laughs> what a baby! God, a what ba- I'm very sensitive, John. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's how it is Monday night, especially at the dinner table. It gets really obnoxious. And my wife is about ready to fucking stab everyone. <laughs> well, yeah, what I didn't tell you guys earlier is that when, when Beth answered the door... <laughs> What she said was, isn't he obnoxious? <laughs> <laughs> Who, me? Yeah, because I can hear you from outside. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, was he doing that thing with the daughter? <laughs> making fun yeah, of his he'd daughter? already started that when I came oh, in. Oh, man. My daughter's friends think it is so funny when I do that. They love it. They, they think I'm the coolest dad ever. The funniest. Uh, yeah. To be young again. Yeah. 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 You, I don't know. You've turned into this old curmudgeon. I don't know what has happened to you, man. <laughs> That's what my wife says, too. You are like crabby. <laughs> Get off my lawn! Ball rolls on your lawn. You whip it on somebody's roof. I am like that. Yeah. Yes. I don't understand. What has happened you to you, You do go man? faggot school on the Yeah, kids. a lot of times. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, I John. just inwardly cringe. Wait till you get older. You're not going to be able to hold it in anymore. Well, not like I'll see like kids like having a lemonade stand. I just cross the street. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to go talk to these kids and give them a fucking dollar. Well, right. I got to tell you. Well, I, maybe I did see a movie when since we uh, 
What the fuck? I saw a movie with my son. I can't even remember what it was. Oh, oh, I told you what it was. It was that... Uh, Pacific Rim? Did I talk about that? Where we're yes. sitting in the middle of the theater and then people like yes. sat around us? Yes. You're the only ones there? Yeah. yeah. And they're talking and I'm like, oh, what the fuck? This is why I like staying home to watch movies. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Got my big screen upstairs. I got one down here. I need a bigger screen down here. Thinking about getting a bigger screen. You need a bigger screen than that? Yeah. I want to get a like a 60 inch or 70 inch. You're going to have to dig out the wall again. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. hollow. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing back there but nothing. a little room. Okay. Just cut it out. All right. Are you guys ready for shit or shinola? Oh. Ready as I'll ever be. Let's get ready to play. Shit or shinola. All right, John. <laughs> For our new listeners, uh, I am going to make a statement, and uh, you and Amber have to tell me if it's shit or Shinola. Shit being yeah. total, totally false, Shinola being true. I will make five statements. We will tally up the score. If it's tied, we will go into sudden death overtime. Yeah. Amber, any yes. questions? I've played this before. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, you ask the question, Scott. Did you, no, <laughs> or make I the don't. Statement. Yes, I make a statement. Did you win? I have not won yet. You have not. John won. has beat me tw- two or three. John's uh, beat me twice, and then twice. I think I like tied for second when there was like ten people in here. Yeah. All right then. First statement tonight. First statement. Let me. Yes. Spit it out. <laughs> In The Wizard of Oz and White Christmas, these are movies. Yeah. In these movies, thank you. Along with many other films, the flakes of snow were made out of cornflakes. Shit or Shinola? Um. Shit. When it's was complete corn? shit. John says shit. It was soap. Amber? I want to say it's soap shit flakes. Because I, I'm not sure cornflakes were invented it's yet. It's shit. I believe cornflakes were invented uh, by. Oh, yeah, way back. Way when. back by uh, Kellogg, of course. Yes. The, uh, yes, and he had that whole sex thing going on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, to, it was to repress boys' sexual urges or something. I don't think that works. All right, it is yeah. tied up one to one because that is total shit. Do you know what it was made out of? Soap flakes. Asbestos. Oh, wow. Wow, they probably should have gone with cornflakes. It is one to one. One to one. Tied up. Next (laughs) statement. What's so funny, man? I'm doing this online. (laughs) I usually have paper in front of me. It's new to me, John. It's new to me. (laughs) Shit or shine on. Stop! (laughs) <laughs> there has been at least one person Named Seymour Butts Mr. Butts died in 1865 And was buried in Butts Cemetery <laughs> In New York Shit or Shinola 
Oh, Shinola. Everybody yeah, knows that one. I'm say Shinola just because of the way you read yeah, that. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> that is total Shinola. <laughs> yeah. I have a photo of his headstone if you'd like to see it. No, it's fine. <laughs> All right, it's tied up two to two. It's very exciting, isn't it? Oh, I'm so excited. Very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Next shit or Shinola. The voice of Optimus Prime, John. Yeah. And Amber. Yeah. Is the same person who also voiced Eeyore of Winnie the Pooh. Shit or Shinola. Oh. I have no idea. Oh my god. John's going to be better at this than me because... I just heard who does it, too. I'm going to say Shinola. John says Shinola. I'm going to say shit. Amber says shit. We have a new leader in the game. It's John! Always John. He's total Shinola. The voice actor's name is Peter Cullen. Yes. He's done the voice of Optimus Prime and Eeyore. Wow. What else? The cartoon Optimus Prime, not the movie. Ah, uh, Not okay. the film. I don't know. I don't do Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> That's not my nerdery. Fourth statement, shit or Shinola John up three to two over Amber. Next statement... Shitter Shinola. Are you picking these out as you go along? <laughs> He's making them up. <laughs> Shitter Shinola. February 2001, prior to 9-11. February 2001, prior to 9-11. 62% of the people polled by Gallup supported invading Iraq. Shitter Shinola. Prior to 9-11, February 2001, 62% of the people polled by Gallup supported invading Iraq, shit or Shinola. That sounds like shit to me because there was so much opposition after 9-11. You both say shit? Yeah. Shit. It is still a tie game. Four to three. Yeah. I'm sorry, it's not a tie game. Four to three. (laughs) What? No. John is up four to three. That is total shit. It was not sixty-two percent. It was fifty-two percent of the people. Wow, supported invading Iraq before. <laughs> so you just like making up questions. You're reading stuff and you add ten percent. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't sanctioned. You got a problem with that? No. Yeah, I guess you make the rules. So this one, like, I don't even. Really I have get to, to make up shit questions. Like they can't all be Shinola, John. Why not? They could be. That'd be a, that'd <laughs> they be could a, be. <laughs> that'd be a mind fuck, wouldn't it? it because would. it'd be like, yeah. one of these has got to be false. Right. You wouldn't do that to us. You <laughs> wouldn't do that to us. He's such a kind man. <laughs> All right. So this one, it doesn't matter what I actually think. I just have to answer whatever the opposite of John right. answers. That's r- I don't like to give out advice. John <laughs> reprimanded me one time for giving out advice on how to answer questions. All right. 
final question, unless we have sudden death overtime. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Come on, giggles. (laughs) Here it is. Final statement. One of the authors of the signer of the U.S. Constitution, along with the Articles of the Confederation, died after shoving a whalebone up his urethra. Shitter Shinola. (laughs) Scott, (laughs) what in the actual fuck, man? Yeah, but I'm not supposed to answer first because I'm in the lead. No, you are supposed to answer first because you're in the lead. Oh, that's just not fair. (laughs) One of the main authors of the U.S. Constitution, along with the Articles of the Confederation, died after shoving a whalebone up his urethra. That's complete shit. John says shit. Amber says... I have to say Shinola. Shinola. And we have a tie game four (laughs) to four. (laughs) That is total Shinola. His name was Governor Morris. How about that? I think you're making that up. Governor Morris? Governor Johnson. (laughs) Governor shove a bone up his bone. No, look it up, man. Do you do you have more do you have more detail on that? Would you like more? Governor Bone in his oh, bone. No. Usually you have like a follow-up. Call him Boney Bone. Alright, I can read the follow-up. I don't necessarily need to hear it. I'm just wondering if there was Whale Boner. He was born in seventeen fifty-two. His family was very prominent. And he died with a giant bone in he his bone. He was a gifted scholar, for crying out loud. <laughs> Let me get to his death here. <laughs> his left leg was shattered, and he had to be replaced by a wooden peg leg. How about that? He signed the Constitution, and uh, yes, uh, then um, it's a lot of text here. Let me get to the whalebone part. You know what? I don't actually care that much. <laughs> <laughs> no, really. Um <laughs> On Internet Explorer, I know how to search for text, but not in Google Chrome. Uh, it's find. Find. Yeah, it's on the... It's Alt on the... F? Ah, there we yeah. go. Yes, let me look for whale bone, and I'll be with you in a moment. Control F. Whale. 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 <laughs> W-H-A-L-E. I absolutely regret 16. Morris died after sticking a whalebone through his urinary tract in order to relieve a blockage. He passed away at the family estate. <laughs> it's not funny. <laughs> I can imagine in how painful a blockage would be. Blockage. I would stick a whalebone up yeah. there, too. <laughs> All right, then. That's what he told the doctor. <laughs> I fell All on right, Honey, death. give me a whalebone. I need to... <laughs> Clean out my urethra. Sudden death. Sudden death. <laughs> sudden death by whalebone. Tied up four to four after five statements. Sudden death. It's right now. <laughs> Keep Are searching. Yeah, we're ready. We're Robert ready. Downey Jr. John and yeah. Robert Downey Jr. Descended from the first African-American woman to legally gain freedom from slavery. Shitter Shinola. What? Robert Downey Jr. 
is a descendant of the first African-American oh. woman. Oh, that's total Shinola. Yeah, that sounds Everybody like knows that. freedom from slavery. Oh, yeah. That sounds like Shinola to me. John says Shinola. Amber says... Shinola. Shinola. It's still tied four to four because you're both wrong. It's total yeah. shit. Johnny Depp is the Johnny Depp. Oh, they're the same. Yeah, I can't tell the difference. Yeah. Right. I hope one of you guys They're both those crazy guys in the movies. Yeah, you run out of questions yeah. there, old man. <laughs> we, we could end it in the first time. Yeah, because it's 11 o'clock, so let's act like piccante sauce and pick up the pace. Yes. Yes. Spit it out. Yes. Yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Here we go. Next statement. Frank Zappa's Grammy Award-winning album, Jazz from Hell, received a parental advisory sticker, even though the album has no lyrics. Shitter Shinola. Uh, that's Shinola. John says Shinola. Huh. <laughs> Thinking no music. No idea. I don't know. Should I just say shit to get this over with? <laughs> Possibly. I think I'll do you would that. lose three times. If it's because of case. a drawing <laughs> on the inside. You I would think potentially lose three games of Shitter Shinola to John, or you might be a winner. Hmm. It's a lot riding on this. <laughs> Actually, based on the look on your face now, I'm going to say Shinola. Shinola! What did you say, John? Shinola. Shinola. Yes, it's still tied four to four. That is, I'm sorry, it's five to five now. That is total Shinola. Jazz from Hell. Yeah. The reason it received the... Um, um, Parental sticker. Yes, is because it has a song called G-Spot Tornado oh. on it. Jeez, Not spot. ram it, ram it, ram it, ram it up the poop chute. <laughs> well, no, it didn't have lyrics. It oh. was instrumental. You're thinking of a different album. All right, then. All right. Here's a math question. Cleopatra lived closer to the time of the moon landing than the building of the pyramids. Shit or Shinola? <laughs> Shit, I don't know when. Hmm. Um, that is shit. John says shit. Um, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say Shinola. Shinola. And Amber wins her first oh, shit Shinola. What? That is correct. I was basing that on we have so much information about her. Cleopatra lived closer in time to the moon landing than to the construction of the pyramids in Giza. And there you have it. Amber is the winner. John goes down in flames. <laughs> in sudden death. Oh, man. I'm trying. I'm thinking of her with in the movies, and I'm like, no, the pyramids weren't built yet. No, the pyramids were the pyramids were built so long ago that there's not a lot of written record oh, from them. Oh, that's right. And we know so much. That's what I was basing on. We know so much about her 
Ah, it had to good. be once people deductive, started keeping records of shit. De- deductive reasoning. Yes. Yes. Deductive. You deduced. Deduced it. You deduced. Deduced. All right, John, you got any science news? Um, no. Amber, you got any science news? No. Celebrity news. Anybody? Celebrity. Yeah. What do you got? Bieber spits on his fans. <laughs> that was Photoshop. That's what I yeah, heard. Yeah, right. Is it that was the not... message coming out of the Bieber camp? Yeah. TMZ Photoshopped it. Well, the kid pisses in uh, mop buckets. Uh, he, he does whatever he wants. He throws balloons at police. He's in the a head. douchebag. And now he's spitting on his fans. My daughter still loves him. Still loves him. You don't understand. Yeah, I understand this kid needs a kick in the head. <laughs> so does his mom. Yeah, I understand it's a kid with too much money and too much freedom at way too young of an age. And a really shitty parent. I probably would have been that big of an asshole, too. Not me. No, actually, I wouldn't because my dad would have kicked my ass. Exactly. Exactly. Right on. It's looking at you. Lindsay Don't Lohan's going to be on girl. Oprah. It's winking at you. Really? Don't fool yourself, girl. It's blinking at you. That's why I said ram it, ram it, ram it up your poop shoot. <laughs> Coughful ram it, ram it, ram it up your poop shoot. Guess what? Ram it, ram it, ram it up your poop shoot. <laughs> Wrist watch. Ram it, ram it, ram it up your poop shoot. <laughs> yeah. Alright then. Yeah. So I guess we, uh, let's see, we talked. Oh, I have a, I have a video. I have a video. Audio. Audio. (laughs) Videos are always good on the Uh, Pat. Pat Robertson. We love uh, Pat Robertson. Robertson. We're going to keep up with him here. He's going to... He has a question from one of his followers. He's going to answer (laughs) that question. uh, Are you ready for that? Eventuality. Here we go. Yeah, it's me, Pat Robertson. What do you think the Bible has to say about video games? Is there a way to interpret the Bible for, quote, virtual sins? I'm not the type of person who would do half of the things in games in real life, but does God see it as sin if we enjoy them in a virtual setting? All right, now before we hear Pat's answer, how do you think Pat is going to answer? So you, do you understand oh, how the do question? I think Pat's going to answer? How do you think Pat is going to answer? What do I think is the real answer? Yes. <laughs> what does uh, the Bible have to say about video games? And Nothing. It, there it, weren't it, video games when the Bible are was written. Well, but is there such a thing as a virtual sin? I so, think the, uh, Jesus prophesied this in Ezekiel number 14-2. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess that Pat Robertson finds sin everywhere. Okay, so this he'll probably he'll in himself say that video. If you play video games and you sin in the video game, it's it's the equivalent it's to sinning in real life. Sin, yeah, because okay. you enjoy it. That Amber seems like is something he would believe. That saying that virtual sin, according to Pat Robertson, is equivalent to real sin. When I say real sin, you know, it's tongue-in-cheek, right? Because <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> All right, very good. Yeah, this isn't my first rodeo. <laughs> Here we go. I'm hitting play again. Nothing's happening. Let me try this button. Because you suck. Nothing's happening there. Let me try again. All right. Oh <laughs> I shouldn't have paused it. I think it's God getting involved. Yeah. I think it's God. It's God's will. Yeah, it's God. Oh, here we go. No? All right. All right. All right. Let me try refresh. You're a dim teacher. <laughs> I'm going to refresh the page, John. Jesus crap. 
You do F5 to refresh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got a message. Hold on. Jesus crap. Type an ID load error error. Because I, I have a tendency. I have a tendency. This is the evening zoo. People who measured the earth. Yeah. I need to go back to pre recording things. People who measured the earth. Yeah. People who measured the earth. Yeah. All right. If you were smart. Well, do it live. Fuck it. <laughs> and you know what? Here we go. And you know what? And you know what? We want to bring it on right now with some of the email questions that you've sent in. Pat, this first one is from Nathaniel, who says, I'm not going to pause do you think this the time. Bible has to say about video games? Is there a way to interpret the Bible for, quote, virtual sins? I'm not the type of person who would do half of the things in games in real life. Half. But does God see it as sin if we enjoy them in a virtual setting? Um, your spirit is what God's concerned about, and what is your spirit active in? Jesus said if you look on a woman with uh, the thoughts of lust in your heart, you've committed adultery with her. Um, so that's a virtual sin uh, if you have on those games. I've never played a video game. I hate to tell you that just shows my age maybe, but have you ever played one? Yeah, I'm terrible at it. Oh, you're terrible at it? Yeah. <laughs> it's really a hand-eye yeah. thing. But there, but well, it's... I mean, shooting and things like that, but I, I, I think... Mayhem, killing, grand theft, all those, some of those, I mean, they get pretty bizarre. And so if you're murdering somebody in cyberspace, in a sense, you're performing the act, you like it or not. Here's the danger with this stuff, and it has to do with television, books, everything. You lose your sensitivity to God. And if you're keen for the Lord, you're in prayer, your spirit is attuned to him, you're seeing miracles in your life, you're listening to the voice of God, that stuff will chop off your access. And yeah. you will grow dead in so your So don't heart. watch my That's TV show. That's the danger of all of this. That's the danger of it. That's what you have to remember. They didn't God's going to send you to hell or anything. You'll just miss out on that precious presence of God that he wants to give to those who love him. That, that, that's the, yeah. the whole deal. All right. Yeah. 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 That's the whole deal. You will lose out on the precious gift that God has given you. Yes. Over by the air. <laughs> Amber was right. Amber predicted it. I was thinking we should start coming up with... We should see what's the most ridiculous question we can get Pat Robertson to answer. We should start emailing Emailing questions? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Just see what's the, what's the worst thing we could get him to talk about. Let's also, open that up to TTN listeners. We will uh, be uh, uh, um, receiving... Well, I don't even know what the term is. We will be accepting... Um, Questions for Pat Robertson, and we will get them to the proper authorities, and hopefully we'll, we will get on the 700 Club. Right. With our questions. John has got a bunch of fag-enabling fools. <laughs> all right, well, that's all I have. Oh, how about that? Oh. Right on cue. Right on time. It's like he's listening. Do you want to get the door, Scott, or should I get the door? I think you should get the door. I'll get the door. I'm closer. All right. All right. Hey, man. Oh. 
Oh! <laughs> All right, I'm back. Oh, you're still running, though. <laughs> no, that's him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Phil, you ready? Uh, not yet. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> this is. Uh, he hasn't got his cans on yet. Hello, Amber. How are you? I'm good, Phil. How are you? It's been a long while. Tetanus. Anytime you're ready, dummy. I have no idea. Come on, Phil. Sit down, goddammit. I'm sorry. I don't know where it's at. Can I use your microphone? <laughs> Spit it out! Yeah, just sit. Can we just sit down? Alright then. I'm sorry! Scott is so generous, so he let Damn me use his microphone. <clears throat> let me prepare. Damn, wetter bell be. If you will, John. Yes. <laughs> if I will, what? Let me prepare. He's preparing. Alright. Before we get started, and then I will. Are you ready? Not yet. I'd like to uh, banter with Amber, if I may, for a moment. All right. Amber, it's so lovely to see you. It's lovely to see you. How are you? I heard you're moving. I am. I'm moving. <laughs> it's not like you said boobing. Boobing. I was, I was waiting. I was I waiting for that to be something about boobies. You're boobing. I heard you show your boobies. Actually, I missed that. I was uh, away at that time. I was in the Philippines. Well, you could have also... Well, you did your show. You could have also uh, come to the modeling, because I, I do nude modeling for an artist group on Tuesday nights. Really? Yes. I'm quite the artist when I put pen to paper. <laughs> put the pen to paper. What are you, an Irish Phil now? Put the pen to paper. Of course not, John. All right, I'm done bantering with Amber. I'm ready to deliver the news, John. Now, with your award-winning TTN News, Phil McCracken Whitcomb. Pizza! Infrastructure! <laughs> Discovery Channel jumps the shark with the Shark Week's Mingle and Nine episode. Ah! <laughs> Other shows this week include Bigfoot Extinction, caused by shark attack, and Roswell Cover-Up, Aliens Eaten by Sharks. Plan to end the week with a show titled Jesus Crucified or Victim of Shark Attack. Next story, John. This is a TTN quiz. <laughs> Pretend you are a police officer. You've sworn to uphold the law and serve and protect the people. Is it the correct way to get a disabled man to sit down on the bus? A. Anything that doesn't involve tasering him. B. Anything that doesn't involve beating him. Or C. Tasing and beating him. Oh, Jesus. That's right, a Syracuse, New York man who was hit by two trains as a child, leaving him brain damaged and disabled. Said, and now in the negotiation. Was tasered, and, <laughs> was tasered by police and then refused to sit down on a public bus. The incident occurred on May 3rd in Syracuse. It was, it was captured on a security shock. camera. Brad Hewlett, 35, said a severe back injury stemming from his earlier train accident to make sitting down on buses painful. Standing while holding a pole is the only way to remain out of pain. Police asked Hewlett to take a seat or step off the bus. 
When Hewlett refused, the two officers, Sergeant William Gavin Jr. and Officer William Goldman, lifted the disabled man's shirt and fired a taser weapon into his back. Hewlett can be heard screaming in pain as he is struck by the blast. Thank you, John, for playing the audio. In the video, one of the officers identified as Galvin can be heard taunting Hewlett, yelling, You want it again? You want it again? Hewlett, who suffered a broken hip of the incident, will require surgery, was charged with disorderly conduct and resisting arrest. Oh, my he God. He said he was not warned by the officers that he faced arrest if he declined to step off the bus. Next story, John. Powerball jackpot stands at $400 million after no one won last night's drawing, making it the fourth largest jackpot in Powerball history meaning millions will line up outside gas stations to pay for this tax on the stupid. Next story time. (laughs) Cops would like to ask an eight-year-old how he got into a working washing machine. But they have to wait because he's a little agitated. Next story time. Oh, man. John, do you have large... (laughs) Next story, John. Do you have large nuts? <laughs> yeah. Bad news, John. Yeah. It turns out having large testicles can put you at greater risk for developing heart problems like heart disease. Thanks for the warning, but the study neglects to offer any solutions right. to this explanation. That's right, John. <laughs> Plus, you might piss on your balls. Yeah. Next story, I've John. Done I've done that. <laughs> I've sat on one, too. A bus carrying Missouri school for the deaf students overturns. What? A bus (laughs) carrying the Missouri school for the deaf students overturns. I bet they didn't see that coming. Ah, Jesus. A drunk man passes out, wakes up without his penis. A Dominican man says he doesn't know how it happened. Doesn't. He just woke up after a night of heavy drinking without his penis. 64-year-old Geraldo Ramos of Santiago told a local TV station that he doesn't remember how he came to lose his intimate member, but certainly recalls being rushed to the hospital for emergency surgery after its mysterious disappearance. Neighbors say they believe a dog attacked a very drunk naked man, Ramos, and bit off his private parts, but Ramos denies their version of events. A dog owner himself. Ramos points to the fact that the alleged attack dog, much like his penis, could not be found. Ramos told Sin <laughs> the incident was a wake-up call for him, and he plans to lay off the booze going forward without his dick. Next story, John. <laughs> a TTN PSA, John. TTN PSA. If you're filming a fake armed robbery for a student film, you should really tell the local police first so they don't show up and almost shoot your <laughs> dumb ass. Oh, my God. <laughs> Next story time. Arrested last week after allegedly having sex with a dog, a registered sex offender was arrested this week after allegedly having sex with a dog. Allegedly. That's right. James Lyons, 52, was arrested on July 16th for allegedly having sex with his neighbor's dog in St. John's County. He posted bond and was released later that day. But Thursday, despite being ordered by a judge not... 
to have any pets at his home. Lyons apparently did the same thing to a dog he claimed was a stray. The Jacksonville TV station reported the animal control officer took two dogs from his home. And while a pit bull showed no signs of abuse, a female terrier mix did suffer injuries. Lyons, who once served 13 years in prison for multiple sex charges, faces multiple new charges. In related dog sex news, John, a boy catches grandpa naked on bed with dog. Both of these stories are out of Florida, by the way. By the a Florida way. man admitted he knew it was wrong to try to have sex with the family dog, oh but God. he couldn't help himself. Eugene Hickman, 54, faces a felony charge of animal cruelty. Hickson's grandson saw him naked on top of a three-year-old female bulldog in the bedroom. The suspect of Defunuk Springs in Walton County <laughs> didn't deny that it happened, adding that he knew he shouldn't have done it and that he won't do it again. Next and last story, John. A couple breaks into school to have sex. That's right, John. Vincent Ewell, 18, and Lindsay Longbottom, 19, were busted after cops said the amorous couple broke into a Daytona Beach school to sneak some sex. This is also out of Florida. Surprise, surprise. The couple then vandalized vending machines at the school because, according to Ewell, he allegedly told cops he had the beer munchies. The lovey-dovey couple also told another tale out of school. They reportedly said they needed a place to have sex. Those so, lovey-dubbers. So Longbottom's boyfriend wouldn't find out. Well, I guess he knows now. I brought some audio in, John. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, I want in my little tiny apple. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I want in. What do you want in there? Oh, my God, I want the people like nigger cops in my well. ass. <laughs> Jeez. And, what? Yeah, that's the news, wow. John. I'm Silver Jack and Wickham with Total Dog Nonsense. All right, then. It's great to see you, Amber. <laughs> it was good to see you, Phil. When I'm in the UK, we should hook up. Not like the kids mean it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. All right, that was awkward. Yeah, awkward. <laughs> you know what that means, John? Yeah. Amber, any parting words? I'm sad now. You're sad? Oh. Yeah. Well, you'll see us again in a couple of Fridays at oh, John's yeah, gig, no. right? But I'm not doing the show that Friday. No, you're not doing the show that Friday. Because it used to just be like, oh, like at some point I'll go back to the show, and now, yeah. well, at some point you'll be back in the United States yeah. and you'll come back to do the show, right? Yes. Yes, of yes. course. Yes. And I'll probably have Simon with. Maybe we can have Simon. On. Oh, that would be fantastic, wouldn't it, John? Yeah. All it we would have to be do great. is say, "So, Simon, you're an atheist." Yeah. Next 40 minutes are coming. Yeah. We don't even have to prepare for no. that show. You don't even have to come, really. You could right. just come say that. You can leave. <laughs> All right, we're going to leave now. Just uh, yeah. hit, the, hit the stop button when you're done. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, quick shout out to Julie uh, Haggis Vitae, one of our listeners. Her dad's been having a hard time. Yeah. We've been thinking about her. so I'm thinking about you too, Julie. Yeah, I sent her a little message. We've been talking off air, Scott and I, about it, but I have very carefully packed the artwork that I bought. From oh her. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I never got to see the book that 
I bought from her. My daughter confiscated it right away. <laughs> still has it and loves it, and now she's going to go to art school. So, Well, there you have it. Yeah. So that's it for this week. 282 in the bag, in, in the can. In the can, uh, John. Yeah. And uh, thanks to Amber for trekking all the way out here with her Mini Cooper. Thanks for having me, you guys. Yeah. Do you take your Mini Cooper with you when you go to the UK? No, I'm giving it to Jeff. Giving it to Jeff. Aww. Yeah, because it wouldn't even be legal. The, the wheel's on the wrong side of the car, right? Well, you can drive a left-hand drive car. People from Europe do it all the time. They just bring their car over on the train. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But... I mean, it's a it's an eight year old car with a ton of body damage because I live in the city, but it's only got fifty thousand miles on it. He could drive that car another ten years. Yeah. So you're going to school. Good car, BMW. Yeah. Are you going to be working? You going to find a job? Or I you just can, going to school. I can work up to twenty hours a week on my visa officially. Um, I'm going to look for stuff like the nude modeling that I'm doing now. Oh. Because that's pretty easy. You just kind of yeah. you just kind of show up, right? Hold very still for two hours. Yes. Do you have to like say, "Hey, excuse me, I gotta scratch myself"? Do you have to <laughs> warn them or? Um, my nose. Itches. I haven't really. I'll just I'll just fight through an itch. Um, the one thing like that a I have sniper. To stop, You'd be a good sniper. Yeah. Well, the one thing that I have to stop is if I have a pose where like my arms above my head for a significant length of time. Like eventually, you'll have to like after ten minutes, you gotta shake that out. Yeah, and then yeah. start over. Shake it out. You yeah. got to tell them. You got to warn them. I got to shake, shake this out. You, well, usually I'll. That's what I I'll say. Hold it. I got to shake this out. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a minute. Uh, uh. Usually I'll hold it until like one of them says like. Amber will hold it, John. <laughs> yeah, I will. I'll hold it. Shake that out. <laughs> no, usually one of them says like it's been ten minutes. Do you want to take a break? You want to shake this out? Yeah. All right then. And there you have it. Yeah, I say that too. And hey, the burlesque uh, too. I'll do the burlesque there. And you get paid for that. Yeah, yeah. There you have it. Yeah. I'm sad too, John. Here, shake this up. Slow down. I'm gonna first. All right, then. Uh, that's it for this week. Uh, I'm John. And I'm Scott. And I'm Amber Ants. Yeah. Say goodnight, Amber. Good night, Amber. Listening to John and Scott. A total talk nonsense.